0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about Will a Vendor Refresh Happen? If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at sayno2rage.com. That will bring you right to my Twitch channel. Uh, if you're wanting to listen to these this entire audio version podcasts, you can look at SNTR Presents on any of the podcast platforms. And everybody on YouTube, hitting like, share, and subscribing and the bell button. All of that stuff helps me out. That helps the channel grow. Thank you everybody who's been doing that so there's been a lot of disagreement about this are we gonna get a vendor refresh on the rageous roundtable Paul Tassi was like I don't think so he's like I think we're just getting the armor set I have been arguing in favor of a vendor refresh and I've been reading through some of the posts and sort of trying to read the tea leaves of what they've said and I think we are going to be getting some level of a significant vendor refresh in September and the reason for that is going to be based on lots of different things that Bungie has been saying in their post. So, first I'm going to go through what has been said. Then I'm going to ask why. Like, why would they be doing some of the things they're doing with sunsetting and retiring weapons if they weren't going to do a vendor refresh? And then I want to end by saying this is tied into my Destiny 3 theory video where I believe the timing of Destiny 3 is fueling and feeding what we get in September so this is the one thing they said a while back we already walked through this but they said that they're adding a new set of armor for the core playlists strike gambit and crucible that will share geometry but then have decals and shaders to the specific activity and they'll do this once a year This has driven a lot of people to say they're not going to be doing a vendor refresh. This is just base level armor. They're kind of like homogenizing the three NPCs. The only thing that's really going to differentiate the base level armor is going to be the decals and the shaders. So we're not getting a vendor refresh. I don't think that this is an indication we're not getting a vendor refresh. I feel like this is an indication that armor priority is being shuffled. They want to do aspirational armor pursuits every season. They're going to allow you to target farm the new armor in the redacted ingram, and I think that's going to be the primary source of armor pursuit every season, and this armor is just sort of deprioritized. It's the same way that they've made the ingrams from the vendors sort of deprioritized. They're basically just a world drop now. They should Share that giant loot pool because token slamming really shouldn't be a viable option for pursuing stuff and they didn't want to put good gear or good stuff in the vendors that you could just get from token slamming. So, they've taken the armor down a peg and they've taken the vendor Ingram down a peg and I don't believe that's a the, the end of the matter. I think we've got one side of the story right now, and I don't think that's all they're going to do. Another TWAB had this line in it at the end of the world loot pool update. They said, if you still need a weapon or weapon roll from the current Vanguard, Crucible or Gambit playlist that is not on this list, go grab them now. So they're not only lowering and simplifying the armor, they're also retiring some of the weapons from these pools and these activities, which Gambit being included is really when I started to like spin the wheels of theory here and think, why would you do this? There doesn't seem to be a reason for where, from where I sit to simplify the armor and, and retire weapons if you don't have something planned to fill some of those gaps. So the next part of my video is called Why? Because they are removing weapons from stuff that the most important thing to note is these are not end-game activities. The Crucible, Strike, and Gambit pools of weapons, whether you go into Gambit or Reckoning, that's not an end-game activity. That's not a raid or a dungeon, a Grandmaster Nightfall. It's not powers-enabled Iron Banner. It's not power-enabled Trials. This is just the generic pools of these NPCs and their activities, and we need to note these activities are not end-game, so why would you be retiring those weapons? It would make sense if you were retiring something that's going to be sunset which is why trials will have an annual replenishment because every 12 months the trial stuff's going to get sunset but gambit stuff getting sunset won't matter cause gambit's not end game power and so in my mind this is where I take the argument why would you create vacancies in vendor pools and not then update them or fill them there doesn't seem to be a reason to create those vacancies unless it's just to make space in the game that's a that's a likely maybe possible explanation i would happen to think you wouldn't hit those loot pools unless you had a plan to fill those vacancies why would you create a vacancy in a specific activity like gambit or reckoning if you didn't have new drifter gambit reckoning oriented weapons to put in their place it simply doesn't make sense from a logical standpoint anytime bungie hits the loot pool or creates those types of vacancies they typically then have a plan to refill them or add something in their place Place. This, again, is why I believe in September we will be seeing some semblance of a vendor refresh with respect to the weapons in addition to just that base level armor. The other thing that's happening right now that a lot of people I think are overlooking is sunsetting taking place in September is actually pretty aggressive. They could have done a gradual sunset of the loot pool, and they're not. In September, they're hitting 85% of the loot pool will no longer be infusible up to end game viability power, okay? They could have, in September, only sunset year 1, and then in the winter, they could have sunset year 2, and then in the spring, they finally could have sunset year 3, and it would have been fine. They are literally nailing the loot pool. They're hitting it very, very hard, and being very very aggressive with the sun setting again in my mind why would you be this aggressive why would you create this many vacancies if you didn't have some sort of plan to fill those vacancies and i know people are going to be like bungie doesn't think bungie plans poorly bungie's been dropping the ball so this is probably just another mistake i don't think so when they make system wide changes they actually are usually very careful about that and they've done it i think a very good job pulling off their system wide changes. When they got rid of double primary and they reintroduced random rolls. They didn't hit the loot pool that hard when they did that. It was a soft hit because year one gear couldn't run mods and didn't have random rolls but they allowed that gear to persist and continue. When they introduced armor 2.0, when they introduced the artifact, when they introduced the season pass. These are system wide changes. These are when they changed infusion. When they made these changes, they're system wide, they're far reaching, they tend to do a much better job. Trials, at its core, is missing good loot, but the changes they made to the passages and other things, I think were good iterations and evolutions of that system. So in my mind, when you're going to hit a system wide change this significantly, I think they have a plan to fill it. As I said the other day on Twitter, Historically speaking, whenever Bungie hits the loot pool this hard, they have a plan to fill it like they did with the Taken King. In both Shadowkeep and Forsaken, they did not do anything to hit the loot pool that hard. Why? They didn't have really anything to fill it. They didn't even try to make the new gear in year 3 better with respect to like an extra champion mod slot or something they just continue to allow your year 1 and year 2 loot to persist and compete for your attention and that caused loot incentive problems. So I don't think I don't think they're going to hit the loot pool this hard. One last piece before I go to my Destiny 3 theory tie in they've said they want to reinvigorate core activities. How is this going to reinvigorate core activities if there's no new loot in Gambit, Strikes, or Crucible? If I can take the Redacted Ingram anywhere to get the new armor, to get the new guns, that doesn't reinvigorate Strikes, Gambit, or Crucible. A new Gambit, Crucible, or Vanguard item, gun, or pursuit has to be in those activities for them to be reinvigorated. Okay, th- th- To me, that's not a reinvigoration. Reinvigoration be we're going to go to those core activities and we're going to be adding new loot to them and if that doesn't happen I'll be one of the first to say you're not really reinvigorating these core activities by taking loot away and not putting new loot in its place lastly let's talk about my D3 theory In my latest d3 theory video i highlighted something that was floated past me by paul tassi when he said he believed that destiny 3 was meant to land this september in 2020 with the pyramid ships as the core tenant of the story driver and that got scrapped and shoved into destiny 2 after they broke with activision in my mind if the d3 timing theory is actually true and coming into play here they would have been building the foundations for a brand new vanilla game It then stands to reason they would have significant amounts of gear and loot to put into the core activities and the vendors because that's essentially your launch pad for a brand new vanilla game. They may space some of it out, but I think if that theory holds weight and holds water, that most of what we're getting or a portion of what we're getting in September is what was intended for a Destiny 3 launch, vendors are due a refresh bigger and better than just an armor share that they have with decals and like ornamental differences between them. And also the activities themselves are likely to see that loot being thrown in there as well as part of the reinvigoration and the revitalization of those activities. September in my mind would be a base level update to the main core activities of the game, and then they may spread it out. You could see them take some of these things that may have been intended for the launch, getting spread out in the winter, spring, and summer. But I firmly believe at this point that if you read through a lot of what they're doing to the loot pool with sunsetting, to the loot pool with the with the with the world loot Ingram, I don't believe Bungie would hit the loot pool this hard if they didn't have a big plan in place to refill these vacancies and refill these gaps. Because historically, they haven't done that. They could have done Sunsetting in a slower way and be less aggressive. They don't have to retire Reckoning and Gambit gear unless they're replacing it. So ultimately that's where my argument lands. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube you can probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. As always please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about Will a Vendor Refresh Happen? If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube you could probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com That will bring you right to the Twitch channel you can take part in these conversations and Q&A sessions. Thank you, there's been so many people coming from all the other places and hanging out in the Twitch chat. It's been a really, really great time each day. If you want to listen to these as entire podcast episodes as an audio format, if that's easy for you you can look up sntr presents on any podcast platform to find these full episodes thank you for all the support on youtube again too. those of you that hit like share subscribe and the bell button thank you for doing that so I'm going to continue to say this at the beginning of Q&A sessions just to kind of continue to set that tone. There's way more people here than usual and Q&A is getting really really full. So if I glide over or skip a question because I don't have an answer or don't feel like answering it, it's generally because I probably don't have a good answer. It's more on me than the person asking the question. Some people do need to work on asking less like yes or no questions and being a little bit more pointed in like what you want me to like talk about. Yes or no questions are hard to always elaborate on, but sometimes if I glide over a question, it's generally just because like I probably don't have a good answer to like a do you think Bungie's gonna do this and blah 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 season I'm usually like I have no idea and that's because I don't have an answer it's not because I like I'm angry at somebody okay so first question is from uh, Dario man is it worth it to spend some of the resources on Shaxx and Banshee before the new season That's up to you. I like to usually go into a new season with as much currency and stuff as I can possibly uh, muster. Uh, I don't think there's a real draw right now to start slamming anybody with any kind of a currency or doing anything like that unless there's a particular item that you're worried about not getting like they listed all those guns and if, if the one that you're looking for is not listed, you may want to try and scramble to get one beforehand because uh, they won't be available uh, once they're retired or whatever. And then after that, you just have to wait for it to be reissued and Dylan said on Reddit, there's no guarantee that it'll e- be even reissued. So, Ectorpus. Of Res- if Rasputin had known that when the Guardian made their money is lost, do you think he would have haunted Fellwinter as hard as the other oh, memory is lost? Would he have haunted it as hard as he had? This is one of those ones I don't have a good answer to, so I'm just going to keep on- I'm just going to go right on past it. I don't have much of a comment to make about what may have happened in lore. Um, could vendors have gear related to their event, Crucible Strikes and Gambit, that will make it worthwhile to get? I've always discarded the armor and felt no connection to it. It I'm wondering if that's one of the reasons that they decided to go with like just like a base level a base level armor set that changes with like decals because I wonder if they look and they're like nobody wears the Vanguard stuff anyway now the Crucible stuff sure and the gamma stuff was pretty hot but I'm wondering if they just looked at it and said we can go with a base armor set and make it look really really dope with decals and that'll be good enough for people to use stuff um, in general though I'm not really sure. We went in between, in between my video about this and this Q&A session, we had like a huge back and forth where nobody really seems to know what's going to happen. It It's, we're lacking a lot of clarity here. I take the lack of clarity from Bungie about the loot pools and the activity pools. Um, I take that to be a, a, a supporting symptom of my opinion okay well that's awfully biased well okay but I I think it supports my opinion that we don't have the full story and that more is coming more significant updates or loot injections are coming Uh, I take the symptom of a lack of clarity being the way they talk about it the way they word it they're only they're only saying so much they're not giving us the entire picture and that's why we're all confused. I think it'll become more clear once they start outlining the, the, the plans for the September DLC. They typically don't go into great detail about September this early, which is why we're only getting sort of basic information related to sunsetting and loot systems. And it seems like more housekeeping than marketing. Once they start doing the marketing, then I would feel like they would start doing sort of a here's the details on how much loot's getting updated, vendor updates, blah blah blah, on and on down the line. I don't think uh, I don't think we have the full picture. A lack of clarity is Bungie's stick. That is Demonstrably false at this point. The, the 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 Twabs the last like seven Twabs have been super clear. Whether you read Luke Smith's director's cut or when he talks about the Eververse or when they talk about moving away from bounties or when they talk about you know aspir- aspirational content being lacking, when they talk about the redacted Ingram, well, the redacted Ingram is getting a little bit murky the more we look at it. But most of the Twabs have been pretty on point and very clear with what they're doing. I do not think lack of clarity as of late has been the theme of their TWABs. I really don't. It's very, very clear what they're doing, what they're prioritizing, and where we're moving. Why they need to sunset, how they're going to sunset, why they can't just continue to make things stronger. Even when they talked about like the sunsetting or even uh, the Armor 2.0 systems and the artifact in the past, I feel like they've been very, very clear about what's coming and how it's coming. This is the first time, I mean, think about it. YouTubers and... and, and and journalists and Twitch streamers alike are all going, I can't tell what the frick they're talking about, like, that's like literally what we do, is comb over what they say and talk about it, and this is one of the first times where nobody seems to have a, a, a very clear, you know, indication of like, what's going on um, so for Kato. Assuming a vendor refresh is on the way, at least for Shaq, Zavala, and Drifter, what other systems that Bungie could implement to give more relevance or motive for the vendors, aside from being a token turn in stop I've continued to say you turn them into obelisks and there's a reason to level them up and there's benefits from leveling them up and you get, you know, perks and and better drop rates, better XP, you know, maybe your bounty complete faster or something. Um, I, I continue to think that ter- making them look more like a, a, an obelisk that can be updated and invested in and then you get benefits and 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 you you get things from that i continue to think that that would be a really really huge value injection for the uh for the vendors because right now you go to the vendor as you say and it's just like a token turn in spot it doesn't it doesn't really feel like you're accomplishing anything you just walk up to them slam the tokens and then you kind of leave so if you want me to invest or care about my vendor every season, I think there are pretty easy ways to do that, and I think they already have the structure with the obelisks, because in in this, obviously my idea with the obelisks goes beyond just like, oh yeah, you get in-game updates, it, it goes beyond that, there's also the idea of like, weapon boons, and the weapon boons are more effective the higher up the rank you go bounties complete faster, XP earn rates go up, um and then you capstone it, right? Once once you're maxed out at a vendor, you could capstone it and say, here's an exotic ship, here's an exotic sparrow, uh, here's an exotic ghost. You know, they're wanting to take accessories and put them into other places and not purely have, uh, as they call them, uh, accessories, vanity items, decorative items, and they don't want them to solely be in the, uh, the Eververse. That's another opportunity to take some things out of Eververse and put them into the world, um, to potentially help with making a vendor feel like they're you know it's a little bit more worth your time and investment. Um, Dank Dave. Is there, if they do a vendor refresh, will they finally add the answering cord to the Vanguard loot pool? It's been in the vid doc since Destiny too. Uh, I have no idea, dude. If they're gonna plan on doing that, that's like one of those ones, like super specific. Are you gonna? Do you think they're gonna add this gun? I have no clue, man. With sunsetting and vendor refresh coming, uh, do you feel? Oh, I'm sorry. How do you feel about giving more weapons such as Nightfall a uh, not forgotten the Redrix treatment? to help thee with the archetypal vacancies and to honor past player pursuits. I honestly don't know if they're going to do that. I don't know if they need to either. I would think that what they would start to do with some of those weapons is, I mean, the quests obviously need to become super easy, but then once they're sunset, is that really even an issue? Do they just need to kind of get retired or left alone or something? Um... Oh, somebody in chat saying they confirmed that the answering cord is just a very basic dev test weapon with no indication of it coming back to the game. Okay, thank you. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're going to do this or need to do this, but I do think that pinnacle weapons going forward aren't going to even exist. They're going to be called pursuit weapons, and we're going to, you know, get them in a very sounds like a, an easier way. In terms of loot quality and quantity, how much can we expect from a vendor refresh? This is one of those ones where I don't have a good answer for you. I don't know. I would say at least a couple of weapons or at least replace the ones that you're, you're, you're taking out or you know replace one a season so something's in there to chase. Um, there were people in chat arguing very well. I was having a hard time like refuting some of what they were saying They were saying that they think all of this is getting homogenized and then the only reason you would go run those activities is for the redacted engram. All that old loot is just going to go away once it's been sunset. I don't agree with that take. I continue to say that I think if you're going to hit the loot pool this hard and this aggressively, you're going to have things to fill it with as opposed to just creating a bunch of vacancies and being like, oh, but the redacted Ingram. like, I, I don't think that's the long endgame plan. Uh, reinvigoration, to say they want to reinvigorate core activities, that's not reinvigoration, that's just you copy pasting, you know, the seasonal content and being like, oh, you can earn this stuff anywhere. That doesn't feel like a reinvigoration or a reinvestment. It, even a, It doesn't even sound like a repurposing or a reskinning. You're just throwing the seasonal stuff everywhere, which is good, I, I applaud that decision to say, "Hey, you know, we're going to make it easier for you to get the get the seasonal stuff. You don't have to only run the new the new content." But at the same time, I just feel like that that's going to become, I think, problematic and make the game feel really, really watered down with respect to like pursuit, like the actual core activities and vendors will lose some of their identity if that's their cho- If that's what Bungie's doing, pure thirty six. If a vendor refresh happens, do you expect a combination of old and new weapons or do you hope it's all completely new? Well, there, this is exactly where they could probably pull some of this and this is where I may be able to make even a better argument against the people that think there's no vendor refresh. Bungie could basically say, we need these vendors to have relevant items with some cool stuff on them. They could just bring back a bunch of static rolled weapons so that they have random rolls. So there's something quote-unquote new and refreshed at the vendor. I just... I don't know, it, it, it's, if you're, if you're gonna just gut those loot pools, I don't, I don't know, I don't see them saying, uh, I don't see them saying that you're going to, you're you're going to say, oh, well, let's just gut them, and then, oh, you can chase the, the redacted, um, so, I don't, this is, this is, this is not to me. The way that uh the way that Bungie handles that, that kind of thing. So they typically hit and hurt the loot pool and create vacancies and then replace them. Um so. Uh Largo. Should gamut change uh to a token system? Um uh should gamut change to a token system bounty that rewards gear or stay as random drops? I certainly don't think it should stay as random drops. I think there needs to be some way to target farm. Uh, I think that there should be some way to target farm instead of just saying, oh, it's just random stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, random stuff dropping, um, I would continue to say, is not the best way to pursue something. Uh, Especially when the loot pool is so broad. Uh, The the loot pool being really, really broad, I think, is... is, not, is just not the way to uh, allow us to pursue stuff. If I'm going to go into an activity and there's like eight things to do, um, Milky, you have to click it's abusive or harmful and then do targeted harassment. Uh, that's how you report it. You, you, if you're going to report the tweet, you say it's abusive or harmful and then you say it's targeted harassment because, um, yeah, that's what he just did is actually something I think I'm going to actually have to speak to a lawyer about, so you can't do that um, I have his information and I'll be speaking with a lawyer I think at this point um, I've got somebody that's been targeting harassing me online and uh, he just I believe I think he just crossed the line so I'm going to be speaking with a lawyer this afternoon I think because um, I have his full name and where he lives so I'll be doing a D and probably more uh, should Gambit change token system yeah so I would say uh, target target farming is the way uh, is the way to do loot pursuit going for uh, going forward. Um, so, if if you're going to dangle loot in front of people, um, I would say you've got to empower them to know what's going to drop and and when. Um, so, N A Painter. Do you think Bungie should make vendor tokens uh, given activity specific uh, redacted type ingram so as to incentivize people uh, specific playlist play? They should do vendor tokens given an activity specific redacted ingram. Like, this is in the direction of what I was kind of saying a little bit ago. How do you reinvigorate strikes if there's nothing specific to the strike? Does that make sense? It's like, well, it's a milestone, but other than that, oh but the redacted ingram okay but the redacted ingram can drop literally anywhere it can drop from majors it can drop from bosses it can drop from strikes uh, public events lost sectors uh, you're reckoning they can drop from anywhere okay gone already yeah it better be gone already already deleted not surprising this dude better freaking check himself or I'll do it for him I'm freaking done I'm done the tweets already been deleted you better freaking check yourself bro I'm done you need to stop. You are crossing into illegal territory. And I will, I will take it to that level if I have to. I'm freaking done. I'm tired of it. Um, so, how do you, in- as you're saying, how do you incentivize specific, you know, playlist play? How? You know, if there's if there's nothing new, right? If there's nothing new in Crucible. Yeah, we we've got screenshots already of what he did. And I'll just tuck that away and put that in the file with everything else he's done. Um Where where am I going to go? I'm going to go to the path of least resistance, right? I am I am going to go the path of least resistance because it's like if I can complete the Reckoning Tier 2 way faster than Crucible matches or Strike Playlist, that's probably what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to go to that territory and be like redacted, 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 right? So now the challenge is I'm not even going into a reinvigorated playlist or a reinvigorated core activity. I'm going to go into an activity that's the path of least resistance. To me, the act of reinvigoration is saying here's gambit here's new gambit stuff go run gambit like to me reinvigoration as a word doesn't really jive with oh we're putting redacted engrams everywhere right that that to me doesn't that doesn't work i i don't know because i'm like why why else why else would i go into crucible strikes or gambit there has to be a reason right now answer the question why do you go into reckoning spare rations right now why do you go into strikes i don't right you do your milestones but you don't go into strikes oh we're going to reinvigorate how are you going to do it a redacted engram where can i get the wh- where can i get the redacted Ingram? oh you can get it anywhere oh, okay so let me ask you again why would I go into strikes? Like it's a loot-based game. So I know people are always going to get platitudinous and like Hallmark card about this and be like, "Oh, well, why not do it because you like it." Okay? Can you just stop? No one's doing that in general. Like in a very general sense, in this game, we go where the loot is, okay? We we go where the loot is. We don't just play the strike playlist cuz like, by Jove, it's fun to do this strike for the 98th time. Like loot loot's the motivator, okay? loot is the motivator, and I think if you're not going to motivate people to go into content and strike playlist with loot, then that's not to me, uh, that's not reinvigoration, okay? That isn't reinvigoration. Again, I feel like we have half of the picture. We have pieces of the puzzle. We have, you know, language about reinvigoration and reinvestment, and we have all that, okay? I, I continue to say that we we're hearing like we're hearing like pieces of a puzzle as opposed to having the whole picture and that's because we haven't even heard about year 4 yet. We haven't heard about the September DLC, right? So uh I'm Frosty. Do you think it would be more beneficial to spend time on reworking some exotics rather than a vendor refresh? Um this doesn't seem like this seems like a false dichotomy. I feel like you could do both. I do feel like a lot of exotics need some help. A lot of exotic uh, armor and guns are just completely ignored. So I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I don't feel like this is this is a do this or this situation. I feel like this is a false dichotomy. They could probably do both. Um, vendor refresh, I believe, is needed. But I, I also would agree with you that yeah, you know, some of the some of the exotics need help. You know, uh, new Ford order. Some are proposing that they turn pinnacles into exotics rather than sunset them. What's your opinion on this? Okay, here's where I think people are scrambling. You're scrambling to save your precious loot, not realizing that your pinnacles are what they're attempting to create more of, okay? That pinnacles are... The upper echelon of legendaries, but there's a limit on how many they could make because of power creep, so they had to stop making them. Sunsetting, excuse me, sunsetting will allow you to continue making more of those upper echelon items because they don't stick around for forever. So people that are like scrambling, like, oh, well, could you please turn pinnacles into exotics so they don't get sunset? First and foremost, I actually think Exotics need to be sunset eventually, and I've given plenty of examples with Touch of Malice and others that I would much rather have uh, a sleeper that I could pull out for reckoning or strikes or base level content when I feel like it, rather than have the sleeper get nerfed into exist out of, you know, out of my out of my loot pool, which is essentially far worse than sunsetting, all right? I would say that if you're going to do this with pinnacles and turn them into exotics, you're perpetuating the problem. Every time they make top shelf loot that you don't want to stop using, they have to turn it into exotic. You're not actually I don't think you're solving any of the problems that they're attempting to solve with this solution. I do feel like this is symptomatic of people really cherishing their loot, which is a good thing, but I do believe you can love something too much (laughs) you can love something too much you can love shopping too much and go bankrupt you can love, you know, you can love eating too much and become very unhealthy so I think people are loving their loot too much you're loving it so much that you're wanting them to do decisions and things that are actually pretty destructive and not good for the game to stay healthy and I know that's kind of weird to like reference like shopping but it's true you can you can become so attached to something that you don't see that like that's not really good for the gaming experience three to four years in you, you just want to clutch these weapons it just it doesn't work in games like this it simply doesn't and and people are arguing mostly from emotion, that's not me being dismissive and condescending, I understand I get the passion, I get the love, I've been playing the game since the beta, I get it so I'm not being dismissive and be like, oh it's an argument from emotion, but you have to admit these arguments seem to be almost purely driven by frustration anger and love for a gun rather than like, logical thinking about what's good for scalability of the, gu- of the game long term zero shoot, I clicked the wrong thing, there we go uh, 0 is there anything you would like to see brought back from Destiny 1, an avenue of getting looter mechanics? I don't really like to answer questions like this for a couple of reasons I don't have a laundry list of things I want to come back from D1 uh, I do this with exotics and legendaries as well I just, I try not to create laundry list of things that like I want to see them do uh, I generally don't think that's a good idea you're just going to end up getting pretty disappointed, um I would continue to say that if they want to bring things back from D1, uh, that I would say, if you're going to do that, that's totally fine, and then just make it fresh and new. But I'm not going to hand Bungie like a shopping list of things I want to have come back. I'll probably just end up being disappointed. I have sort of a principle. If you're going to bring something back, freshen it up and make it dope. They've done that with exotics. Exotics have to sort of like stay in their lane but I don't think they need to be like here's the Imago loop I still think they should have had the Imago loop dropping from the undying mine I really do, I really think they should have done that but they didn't D Flawless, what elements from D1's refresh system would you like to see brought back and what would you like to see improved upon Um, personally I like the idea of having a set role, good or bad, like everyone has access, this is just like the last question I, 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 I don't have much of an answer here um I don't like I don't like anything from D1's loot system for the most part. Skeleton keys were good in principle, but there was too many layers of RNG. Putting random rolls in the tower every week was something that Cosmo said was like a last hurrah. That's not something that they want to do permanently. I believe that actually hinders and, and harms long term loot pursuit. Um so I I I don't have a lot of systems from D1 that I think need to return. I think they've made better iterations on loot systems with uh, focusing the redacted ingram, the menagerie chalice uh, even weapon frames I think have a place somewhere um, I think a lot of those systems are superior loot pursuit systems than what we had in D1 D1 was play a bunch of activities and then when you're, the vendor rolls over you get a random item and even when they let you pick armor or gun it was still absurdly difficult to get the thing that you wanted and then when they gave you skeleton keys there were just layers of RNG um Bungie basically took D1, and D1 was, it was like enough pizza dough for a medium pizza, and they stretched it for a long. It was stretched really, really thin. They really had to layer RNG, they really had to take agency and intentionality away from you, because that was the only way to keep you playing now, there's way more to do and there's way more loot in the game, so they can give you a whole lot more generosity and intentionality than we previously had. So when I look at D1's loot systems, I'm like... I love Wrath of the Machine in a from a principled position of like synergistic perks and unique guns and in the internal economy but outside of that most of D1's loot systems were bad because they were basically intentionally making it painful for you to make any progress or get what you wanted because they didn't have anything else for you to do, so they needed me to get 450 skeleton, 450 strikes, 53 skeleton keys to get an Imago loop, because the targeted farming we can do today, I would have gotten that god roll Imago loop way faster. And then, they were, I think, concerned that would hurt engagement long term from the more hardcore player. So, we need Arms Day. Uh, you know, I... I don't know. I like that. Um, Yeah. I liked. I liked Arms Day. I liked doing stuff with the gunsmith. JD Gamer. Hey Lono, would you be okay with a season of just refreshing activities like EP and Reckoning and maybe new weapons and maybe new, new armor? I actually don't think they could get away with this. It would need to be a both and. Here's a new activity. You gotta spend money to get that. Here's a refreshed activity. Everybody gets access to that. I think that would be a really, really good system. Um, uh, Small King says, let's see here. Uh, should the faction vendors also have weapons or armor to earn as a cherry on top of a refresh next season? Uh, should the faction vendors... Listen, we all want something to happen with the factions. I, I I don't think they're going to do something like that next season, but I do think... Um, I do think that we would love to see that maybe in year four. Uh, you know what? Why not just have that be next year's one of the one of the events, you know, Guardian Games crashed and burned. Fine, uh, do something similar to that, but do it with uh, with factions. So, uh, Tusta feeds with the new sunsetting and vendor resets. What do you think would be a good way to keep the vendor weapons interesting for longer if the refresh is not that often? With the new sunsetting and vendor resets, what do you think would be a good way to keep the vendor weapons interesting for longer? Uh... If the refresh is not that often. Well, I mean... I would think... Hang on, I'm asking my wife for a pick if they're going to be doing that. Um... But the way to make it interesting... I, listen, I would take a gun a season. Okay? One gun! One Vanguard gun! One Gambit gun! one One Crucible gun! That's fine! That's, like, that's something... You know? One gun. And maybe there's a unique perk on it. It it doesn't have to be best in class. It doesn't have to be best in class, but like, maybe there's like one unique perk, or maybe, you know, one, maybe there's a curated role that's really, really nice, and you gotta kind of grind all season for it, and the likelihood of getting the curated role goes up the longer you grind up that vendor or something. Like, something. If the vendors get turned into, like, I I don't want to paint a bleak picture, but if everything we've been told, okay, is all we get, then the vendors are basically nothing at that point. Do you understand? Does that make sense? Are you- Do we honestly think that's what they're going to do? They're going to turn the vendors into nothing. They're nothing. They're a token dump for a world Ingram. I- you know what I mean? Cosmo said this about weapons vendor refresh. Armor will become... Armor will come from specific activities like Crucible and Gambit, and turning in tokens at the vendors. But you will get weapons from the world loot pool instead in the Twab, from doing those activities or turning in tokens at the vendors. So, for example, you would always get Crucible armor from turning in tokens to Shacks, but you might get the Gambit sidearm from turning in Crucible tokens as well. Right? But that's that's purely token slam, Ingram. Right? that's purely token slam ingram like what about gambit what about reckoning are they gonna have any guns dropping they're getting retired the vendors are doing nothing right now they're gonna they're gonna minimize them even more what do you mean a johnny right now if they are uh, if they put out new uh, um if they do new stuff at the vanguard i can get it from the ingram they're changing that their Ingram is basically the world loot pool plus armor plus their armor, and even then, it's not even new armor. It's not even armor specific to them. It's a base set, so it's it's basically just a world loot Ingram. What's the point of the vendors at that point? Are I mean, is that what they're doing? Are they basically making vendors completely irrelevant? We need some clarity. Will our tokens be useful right now? Okay. I am standing in front of Zavala for the audio listeners. I'm going to turn in tokens, and I'm going to preview the Ingram. okay? So this loot pool is a Vanguard loot pool, and we've got a bunch of outdated stuff, and then we've got some newer stuff, and then we have the service revolver. I don't even know when service revolver got put in here, okay? So the, va- the Vanguard Ingram has a loot pool, okay? That is going away... In, oh that's Drifter. Service Revolver is Drifter. Gemini Christmas. Wow. Um, it was reissued. Okay. So this is changing in year 4. All this is going away. I can't I can't try and get any of these items through him. And I'll admit token slamming is stupid. I'm not saying that's like a good way to get anything, but The armor for Vanguard will be the exact same armor as Crucible and Gambit with differences in decal only. And then there'll be 30 weapons that could be anything. I could be token slamming at the Vanguard and get any of the weapons from those 30. so there's even like some gambit weapons in there. So when they say that's what's happening, they're nuking this part of the vendor I'm like, why wouldn't you... Why wouldn't you fill that with something? I don't understand. Why would you not fill that with something? You're nuking part of the vendor. So he's going to be a bounty... He's going to be a bounty, like, guy? You can just come get bounties from him? What's going to be the point? The pursuit weapon can be done in any... In any... In in Crucible or PvE. So he's not even going to have... I mean, I guess he'll have these you know, getting getting like a, a, a shader maybe or an emblem for doing a bunch of stuff and then, I don't even know, I think I've been working on the edgewise because uh, I, I, I still don't have that. Isn't that quote related with season 11? That's the thing. I, that's what I keep trying to tell people. We don't have the, I still don't, th- I just don't think we have the full picture. We do not have the full picture we have we have like breadcrumbs we have some information about season 11 we're attempting to extrapolate what that means for season 12 and we don't have intel on season 12 so stuff from orbit won't happen until season 13 oh yeah like being able to grab bounties or something like that um Uh, it'll probably dry faster if the door's open. Oh, he's worried the kids would touch it. I think it'll dry faster if the door's open. At least make sure the vents open in the room, babe. Um, she might not be able to hear me. So if somebody wants to relay that to her, you guys that are in that room with her, um, Darien, uh, Dario man, are we preparing for next season? Is it, is the word to stock up on legendary shards or resources? I, I don't know what we should do to prepare. I don't usually make videos or commentary about that. Um, I've missed some subs I am Prute with 28 months, 4 months from Stone Crusher uh, Slewfoot Slew Foot with 5 months and 14 months uh, from Scalf um would specific weapon perks per vendor be a useful addition to diversify the sandbox Zavala's weapons giving benefits in strikes uh one um one worry is that this may segment the weapon sandbox too much. I like your idea, but I don't think it's going to happen. It would be cool if your idea was true. If you could be like, oh, well, I really like such and such weapon. I'm going to grind uh, Crucible or I'm going to grind Vanguard. And when it drops there, it'll get like a particular perk on it for that. That's dope, but I don't think we're going to get that. I just don't think we're going to get it. Uh, Fat Rabbit Remix. With the possibility of a vendor refresh happening, how do you think they'll treat those armor and weapon pieces being sunset after a year? Um, vent in the ceiling should be open too. Uh, armor, how do you think they'll treat those armor being sunset? So, as far as we can tell, if as soon as something has been sunset, it will no longer drop from the world loot engram. I assume that the world loot engram is being treated as here's the generic loot for the, for, the, for the time, here's the season loot, raid loot, trials loot, iron banner loot, done. That's it. And the world loot pool will basically be rotating out things that get sunset. So you should never ever get a drop that has been sunset Unless you're going into like an old activity like a raid, or something that's dated, you're you're voluntarily going in somewhere where you know you're going into like you're going into um, scourge of the past or uh, I don't know garden of salvation and last wish are getting a stay of execution. So if you go into outdated content where you know the loot pool has been sunset, that stuff will still drop. But by and large. I get the impression from everything we read today as we debated about it that you will not be able to get a sunset item to drop. Once it's been sunset, it no longer drops. That's weird to say that like loot's just going to basically disappear. But once the 12-month calendar is rolling, it makes sense, right? So in September, let's say they introduce a hand cannon called, I don't know, uh... The shooting star okay and the shooting star is cool great hand cannon 12 months later there's no reason for the shooting star to drop anymore because it's been in the game for a year and it no longer uh it no longer is end game viable so it just gets rotated out right yeah hot feet <laughs> that's the way i understand it pure 36 People believe next season, some vendor weapons are being updated to become that season's weapons. Do you think this is Bungie's first compromise to vacancies for sunset, or do you think that we will see more? So this question is with regard to the gnawing hunger. The gnawing hunger is a gambit weapon. It's random rolled weapon. It's not a reissue like dire promise. And the gnawing hunger is going to be in the general world loot pool. And there's two competing theories it's in there and it'll get sunset in September it's just in there as a generic weapon and then there's those that say Bungie will never do that it's going to be a reissue it'll have a re uh, it'll have a new icon and then it will have an infusion date 12 months you know summer of 2021 I don't know where I land on and it. it could probably go either way but if y- your question is, oh, is this a compromise to fill vacancies? This is one of those questions where I don't have an answer for you. I have zero clue what they're doing. My theory has continued to zoom way out and say they don't need to be this aggressive with sunsetting, and yet they are. They could have staggered sunsetting, and they're not. They could have said, September we're going to sunset year one winter we're going to sunset year two and spring we're going to sunset year three. That, those would be easier vacancies to fill they're just, ne- they're just blasting the loot system in September and I've continued to say that whenever Bungie does that they've got something big they're dropping and that's why I continue to say I'm not worried about loot vacancies because they, they wouldn't take this drastic of a measure if they didn't have loot to fill it and I could end up being wrong and then we'll have to just measure it and see how it's going. like what's the vacancies look like? Are they letting us change elements on guns? Are they bringing back true elemental primaries Because I think some of that would help with loot vacancy, but I don't know. if they don't if they don't land a giant loot injection in September, I'm like, dude, what on earth? like wh- how are you gonna fill how are you gonna fill all these vacancies you're creating? Red. Do you think that if a vendor refresh happens, we could see the factions, uh, New Monarchy, Dead Orbit, and Future War Cult come back in some way? Well, there's, n- they don't seem to have any plans to do this anytime soon. I know as soon as I talk about vendors, it's clear a-, a couple of people are like, oh, factions, I'm right there with you. I would love for factions to come back. I always say we want them to come back, but for whatever reason, um, uh, for whatever reason, The, uh, the, the, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, for whatever reason, Luke Smith and and Bungie just seems to be like, nope, we, uh, we don't have a desire, uh, we don't have a desire to do factions anymore, or at least faction rally, right? They, they could do away with faction rally, but still bring back factions to some degree, right? Oh, the cast of, you know, characters or whatever in the tower is, you know, is, uh, the cast of characters in the tower, uh, is, is getting too full or whatever, but, uh, Tessie did that with. So yeah, aces. Do you think Bungie could reintroduce Amalon, uh, Hake, and Soros guns into the vendor loot to bring some hype like there was in the Taken King? Um, three words, armor set bonuses, says Cody Wrangler uh, with a $2 tip. Uh, and 17 months from Evil Ken, thank you. I mean... <sighs> I don't think armor set bonuses are the answer either, because armor set bonuses suddenly creates the need for you to have like th- all these different armor sets. What, well, I need an armor set for strikes, then I need one for PvP, then I suppose I need one for trials, then I need one for the raid. That's too many. I get where you're coming from, but it's better to probably just do interchangeable mods. Now, I'll meet you in the middle. How about set bonuses when a certain number of mods are equipped? Why don't we compromise? Because you don't want people freaking having 18 different armor sets. They gotta level them all up. They gotta get good stats. Why not instead do like, hey, once you get all the mods for that particular activity if you equip enough of them you get a set bonus from the mods. Like, I'll meet you in the middle. But I don't think you want people running around with like, I gotta get a full set of this, 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 and this. I've changed my position on this. There was a time where I said, every vendor could have an armor set with benefits for their planet and their given activities but man oh man that was before armor 2.0 armor 2.0 makes that just completely like just awful right that's awful I had that idea before Armor 2.0. Now that Armor 2.0 has landed and the engine is running, I'm like dude, get the frick out of here. I am not I do do not want that many armor sets. It takes too long to get the stat leans that I want. They're attempting to fix that. They're going to let us pursue high stat armor in the future. Great. That doesn't mean that I want four armor sets for all of my characters. That's way it's way too many. It's way too many. You give me you give me armor mods, and if I equip a, enough of them, I get a bonus from that. Hey, you have three you know, t- raid mods on. They, they get a little glow around them to indicate that they're, more, they're stronger, or they upgrade to like a tier 2. The mods themselves could then have tier 1, tier 2, tier 3, and once you've got three of the mods equipped, they all become tier 3. They, they go up to their highest level of, of efficacy. I think that would be uh, a good way to do it uh Banana master, what are your thoughts if they add back the token system for the planets? Oh uh, yeah. I mean we don't need that much currency in the game. I think that they need to uh, they need to consolidate the they need to consolidate it at this point. So if if they're gonna have like the planetary materials, I think they should just all be in one box how they do it on the season pass you see like all the materials in the box. I would do it that way, just like they're all the same, right? Um, I would say that if that's what you're gonna do, then you're if you're if you're gonna do the currency systems, then s- simplify and s- like like bring them all in together and don't have like a ton of ton more currencies you could then you could do bounties on the planets like they already do and like if you do enough of them like it rolls over and you get like a thing um I didn't skip yours do you think they could reintroduce Amalon, Hake and Suros guns into the vendor loot and bring the same height that was the taken king how did I not answer that did I just skip right over that um I hmm how did I not answer that I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted. If they want to bring back Amalan, Hakei, or Soros guns, there's so many weapons in here that they could do that. Oh, somebody tipped and I, I, I'm sorry. You're right. Somebody tipped. I read the tip thing, went on the the tangent about the tip thing. And then I went to the next question. I apologize. A, A lot's going on. Um, yeah, there's a lot of weapons here. There's a lot of weapons here that we haven't seen in a long time. I happen to think that Amalan, uh, I love Amalan and Suros weapons. I always have. I've always thought they look really, really cool. They have like a really, really cool and sleek design. Um, one of the reasons I really like Amalan and uh, Suros the way you know more than some of the others is they actually end up looking more futuristic uh even in the realm of hand cannons like a hand cannon is going to look like a hand cannon but like amelons have always brought like a cool futuristic look amelon hand cannons have never been that worth using for whatever reason i don't know why they always kind of like they go they always kind of hurt them but the minuet 42 and the annual skate have like a really really cool look with respect to um being suros weapons so i like suros and amalan weapons because they are um because they're futuristic looking um uh, so sorry about skipping your question uh um you skipped a question for a dono and for that reason i'm out yeah i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> uh where are we here we go ashen Is Destiny going to become more friendly uh, to taking breaks with their updates to the season pass? I mean, I still need to play to get things, but if the content is light, I can come back later when there's more content. I don't really understand what you're saying. Like, the season pass and the way it's designed, um, if you want to go and get all the stuff, you're going to have to play. Um, I would think. You're going to have to play. So, if if you sit out, you're not going to get the stuff. There's still going to be, even though they're doing more of an annual push for how long things last, you're still going to have a season pass and a season rank and things to unlock on it. You're still going to want to get all that stuff. And if you take a week off, you can't, I'm sorry. If you take a season off, you can't, you know? Yeah. Or you pay a bunch at the end, which, you know, I don't, the items are good, but I don't think they're worth dropping a bunch of money at the end of the season. This thing says my Vanguard rank is 500. Like, I didn't even know I was that high that must be from all the nightfalls maybe um Vexler do you think that they should allow focused ingrams to drop exotics that fall into the category that you focus the ingram? for instance you could have a chance to get the Suros if you focused auto rifles well you gotta slow down there dude like you can't let the redacted ingram become like a one size fits all loot pursuit um yeah, I already checked on my edgewise. It's not very... I've not gotten a lot done on it. <laughs> uh, you, you, This can't be a one-size-fits-all loot pursuit. Oh, well, I also want to get exotics from the redacted Ingram. Like we don't want to turn the redacted ingram into amazon.com where like oh you can get books tires oil eggs bookshelves whatever you need in destiny get it from the redacted ingram like you're going to have that amazon.com effect where like companies can't compete cuz everything can have you know everything can come from everything can come from the redacted ingram so you got to be careful when there's one good thing in the game you don't want it to expand it to being more than what it's intended Warlock do you like the way that Ikora has been handled in that she only gets things in her inventory in a specific and non uh, not a permanent one I mean I I don't have a strong opinion on this I mean if you're gonna do something with her it it, it, it tends to probably need to be temporary she's not she's not a uh, she's not one of the pillar NPCs the way that Shaxx uh, and Zavala are so yeah, I'm. I I guess I like the way. See, this is a perfect example of a question. That, like, you're just sort of asking if I like something or not. That's just not really what Q and A is for. Um, it's just this is more of like some people are turning Q and A into like an AMA. Um, ask you know ask Lono anything. So I would say I would say that that's that's going to continue to be a problem if. If we uh, if we keep getting questions like this, (laughs) so try to be try to be like a little more like you can and here's the thing you can ask these questions outside of Q and A. Hey Lono, do you like this? Do you like that? Do you like that? Yeah, we'll call it an A (laughs) L A and ask Lono anything. So, I a lot of uh, a lot of people I think are just submitting these types of questions just to hear what I think and that's cool. But I'm just and I don't want you to feel like I'm scolding you. I just want you to understand why I'm gliding over these types of questions because I just think it starts to clutter up if it's, what does Lono like or dislike about the game? You know, I think that can get, uh, that can get a little bit cluttered. Uh, so... No, he's not gone. He just protected his tweets because he's nervous about getting banned again. Uh... Lately, Destiny has been hit with targeted weapon and armor farms. Do you think this can end up removing the RNG from the game, which creates the feeling of excitement when you finally get the drop? This is, I mean, this is a good insight into the dangers of too much intentionality. Um, So, if there's too much intentionality, then you fall into the ditch of, it's a pure transaction of time, okay? You just cook up the recipe and then spit out the gun right um Dorio man you've already submitted two questions and that's not a question you would want to submit how do i get the tractor cannon that like please please don't use Q&A for stuff like that i literally just got done asking folks to try to not submit questions that just aren't suited for it and then here you are to to be the the willfully ignorant person to ask a question that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, please. I feel like some of you guys are trying to frustrate me so then you can run to YouTube and get up my nose about scolding my chat and talking down to my chat. Like, it's starting to feel like Intentional. I don't think there are this many willfully ignorant people. I think some of you are attempting uh, to trigger me. And that's probably more triggering than the actual question that you're attempting. You know what I mean? It's like, it's more frustrating that you're trying to frustrate me. Like what you're doing is not frustrating. It's that you're trying to. Like that's actually more frustrating. Like, come on, man. There's 94 questions in the backlog. Like we're trying to have a good Q&A session. Quit asking stupid questions. It's that simple. Like you're doing it on purpose. Um But on this particular subject of too much RNG or not enough RNG in the game, I've always said there's two ditches that you can fall into. There's the ditch of futility where you feel like you cannot get what you want. It just takes too long. I would give the example being the mindbenders. You have to wait for the nightfall. you have to grind the nightfall. You have a low drop rate. Then once it finally drops, you get, like, you don't get the role that you want. Do you see what I'm saying? That's too, that, that, that ends up feeling super, super, super futile. You're just not gonna get what you want, okay? You can run in the other direction and be like, let me craft and bake the gun that I want. I want a benders with this and, this, and this, and this, and this, right? So I would say that you've got to land in the middle. And that's why I think random rolls is kind of always there to protect them from being too generous or too kind to the player, right? Like random, random rolls is always there to protect from that. Because even when we were super, super given like tons of generosity in Sundial, it still could take you a while to get a God roll. And also consider this, right? consider this if it takes you a while to get it and you're a hardcore player that tends to like that tends to like scale down in a in a really really unique way the more casual player like imagine being a hardcore player and it takes you 50 guns to get the exact one that you want okay that scales down to everybody else everybody else playing the game is going to be like oh my gosh I'm never going to get, I'm never going to get what I want. It's going to take way too long. Even, even in Sundial, okay? Even in Sundial, if you, if you, if you were going for a very particular god role, you, you're going to take a long time to get it. Why? Random rolls, man. Random rolls is there as like this safety net. Man, we really turned up the generosity. We really turned up the loot intentionality. <laughs> so... With random rolls, the number of amalgamations of a, gu- of, a, of a role on a gun, it's so high that it's still going to take a really dedicated player a long time to get the role that they want. So, I think too much intentionality and generosity is basically like f- f- like creating or crafting a gun. If you let me do Sundial generosity loot targeted like four or five drops after after it's over and I and and I get to, and I get to just pick the gun, you could probably dial that back a little bit since Sundial was only around for a season. So if Sundial would have been around for twelve months, you could have been like, you get two drops at the end, maybe three, and that's enough. Like we went up to four and five drops, like that was absurd. I would say two drops. So then you get your two drops at the end of Sundial. And by the time, you know, that th- that season is over a couple of months go by, you should have the role that you want. You should. I just, I don't think that you can really lean too heavily on loot generosity and loot intentionality when random roles is always there to completely disrupt it. It's, it's, it's always there. To be, to be there to say you know what yeah you, you, you are protected from getting things too fast random rolls is there to say uh 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 it's not quite right uh 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 it's not exactly what you want <clears throat> uh resolute maverick what are you hoping to see with a vendor refresh what would be different from how it is now uh well they don't really do vendor refreshes now so I would say a, a couple of new guns a year. I, I think maybe people heard me saying that and they're thinking like, how are they going to do that every season? They don't need to do it every season. At least every year, Gambit and the Crucible and Zavala need a couple of things. They're the core, they're, they're the core dudes. They're the core activities. How are you not going to give them anything new? It's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. You're literally b- blasting you're you are blasting the eighty five percent of the loot pool was sunsetting and you're blasting their loot pools as well, homogenizing their 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 loot their tokening grams with the loot pooling grams. You're homogenizing their armor. What? how you've got you there's got to be something coming. Like I said, I just I don't feel like we have the full story yet. Uh, Largo. Says, Bungie said they're no longer selling legendary ornaments for silver. How would you like those ornaments earned in the game? It'd be cool if it was like a catalyst where you had to do like a certain number of things with it or something. Uh, I think that'd be pretty neat. You could say, you know, hey, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do this or you're gonna do that, then you 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 start to slowly unlock it and then here's here you go here's your here's your ornament for the recluse or whatever you know get enough kills with it do enough things with it blah 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 that that I think would be would be a good way of doing it uh cryptic killer is it possible that we're getting a new raid dungeon considering there's new armor set coming to an aspirational activity uh, and those are only in PvE activities addressed as aspirational? You are not going to get a raid or dungeon this summer. Just write that down. Do not set your set your hopes on that. There is literally no way that the season before an expansion they're going to do that. that. Absolutely not. You're going to get a raid and possibly a dungeon in September. That When they said they took the Eververse... Um, armor set out next season and put it in an aspirational activity I would put all my chips on the table and say that's going to be Grandmaster Nightfall they can trickle out the armor pieces what is there six Grandmaster Nightfalls that works perfectly the first five weeks five pieces of armor that's one armor piece a week Sixth week rolls around you can pick whichever Grandmaster you want to target the armor maybe you didn't get I, I, there is, I do not think, I do not think you're going to get a raid or a dungeon. Maybe, 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 maybe a hidden mission. I just don't put a lot of stock in that anymore and I'll tell you why. If Bungie has limited space in the game and they're worried about things taking up too much space, creating an enormous dungeon for one gun like they did with the the, the Whisper or like they did with Outbreak... I just don't see them doing that. It's one gun, guys. Like, listen, I love it, right? I love uh I love that they that they do they do this and they say, you know, hey, we're we're doing this awesome secret thing, we're doing this thing where oh it's it's only in here and it's timed and it's special. I freaking love it, but it's for one gun. And if you are running out of space that is that I think that's a real real dangerous thing to keep setting that precedent that like hidden missions and dungeons and stuff I'm sitting here telling you right now that I love it and I just don't see how they're going to do it in light of everything they've said Uh, Parasito your talk hinged almost entirely on vendors and their interaction with loot. If loot is the only thing changed, why keep multiple vendors? Is there more that could be wrapped up in the refresh, such as a pseudo faction rallies with vendor ranks? Yeah, you know, I never considered this, Parasito. You know, I-, I I never considered this. They could do something like. Think about what they're doing, how they're homogenizing the armor between Gambit, Crucible, and then the Vanguard, and then it changed according to, uh, to to decals. I said literally that exact thing about factions. You could bring back faction rally or like a faction rally competition, and they, you could have some cool weapons, but then to keep it fair, it'd be the same weapons from everywhere, but they would just change their appearance according to where you got them. Like I literally said that in a QA. and I was like, if you're worried about it being unfair like, oh, well this this faction got a much better weapon, so they're going to win. No, you would make it a fair race. You'd be like, no, it's all the same weapons. to Celebrate Faction rally, we have these three weapons and wherever you get for, you know wherever you get those, that they're they'll have they'll have they'll have the decals of that faction, but they're the identical weapons. They could literally do exactly what Paris is saying here. The 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 core vendors are a, a great way to get armor, and then you have the, the, the general loot pool. And then the factions could get guns on a monthly basis, bring back faction rally, but the guns would be just like the vendor armor. They'd be homogenized. They'd be the same two or three weapons, and they would just get the decals according to where they drop from. I mean, I could get behind that. That sounds counter to what Luke Smith said, though. That sounds like, oh, there's too the cast of characters is getting too big in the tower and, but we're going to reinvigorate the entire faction system with weapons or whatever. Uh, only one armor set with a couple of decals gives me no reason to go to vendors more than once a season. That's exactly what I'm trying to, like, that's exactly one of the things that I'm trying to put forth is the idea that if they do this in, it seems like you're potentially killing the vendors you're just killing the vendors off why would I ever go to a vendor why would I ever do that you know it, they, they sound like they're being killed uh feed 4 on this topic of reskin versus new gear what would you say qualifies reskin gear to be acceptable as new uh, content specifically in the context of vendor world and loot I mean dude if the activity in the loot is old enough if the activity and the loot is old enough I just, I just don't think so. I, I don't think I have a problem with it coming back at all. I'm not like, oh my gosh, you can't do this. Oh, you, this is a reskin. This is a blah blah blah. Uh, I'll use Escalation Protocol as my test case to answer your question. I think it's totally acceptable to reinvigorate that activity with new bosses, new weapons, and the armor could probably say the same. Just update the seasonal, you know, the seasonal slot on it. I'm totally fine with that if it's free, right? If it's free. If you if you want me to pay for that, I think that's a harder sell. But if you're just saying, hey, in the winter for 10 bucks, we've got a new activity, new armor set, and new guns, and you gotta buy if you want to have access to that. Cool. You also get the season pass, you get the updated artifact, blah 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 blah. A couple exotics, you know, the whole list of things they always outline. Also, for the non-paying, you know, customer, you have the free track on the season pass, you get that stuff for playing. And Escalation Protocol has been revitalized. We've updated the guns and the armor. That was, that was just a free thing that we did. I, leaving all that stuff derelict is just stupid to me. Why would you just leave good activities and good loot pools and just leave them there? And it seems like I may get my way. If they're going to be removing stuff from the game once it's sunset, then I would say that you've got a recipe you've got a recipe for vacancies that could be refilled and revitalized if they're going to remove stuff once it's sunset, which it sounds like that's going to be a standard, Dylan said something on a reddit post that it it literally sounded like once something sunset, like it's gone, and it may be reissued and it may not he literally made it sound like once it's sunset it might not even be reissued it might just stay gone, it might it might stay out of the loot pool Tornado5, do you think Destiny will get rid of any vendors, make old vendors relevant again, or introduce new vendors? Do you think that they will get rid of the vendor tokens? I have zero clue how to answer your question. We don't know what they're doing. We're trying to get clarity on what they're doing with vendors and we're speculating. That's like basically what the entire discussion today has been. is just big speculation. So I don't know how to answer your question. Bungie so far said, number one, core activities will have an armor and a weapon pursuit. Number two, world ingram will drop from vendor tokens. Number three, core activities will drop redacted or world ingrams. How or where then do you see the refresh vendor loot dropping? Because core activities dropping redacted or world ingrams doesn't mean there aren't rewards for running a strike, or there aren't nightfall specific drops or updates. It doesn't mean there aren't, there's not like a new crucible loot pool that can just drop at the end of the game. Getting a redacted or a world loot engram, there's a chance for those things to drop as a reward. That doesn't mean that those are the reward for the activity, right? When we went and we read it just a little bit ago, it said, these are a list of activities that reward redacted engrams. Now, does that mean that is the reward? That's it? Or is that just a place where it can drop? It's hard to know. If they're literally gonna change all activities to be like, no, the end game crucible drop, the end strike drop, the end gambit drop, the end reckoning drop, it's all redacted engrams. I I don't read that as a reinvigoration. That doesn't read to me like a reinvigoration. That just sounds like you're literally taking an engram and putting it everywhere. Oh, but then you can run whenever you want. If you want me to go and run Gambit or Strikes as like a new revitalization, there has to be a reason specific to the activity, not a generic engram that's everywhere. So so I get what you're saying. It seems like there's no room, but I'm going to push back in a couple of ways. Number one, they've only been outlining quality of life like housekeeping stuff and primarily they focused on season 11 they have said very little about what September and year 4 will ultimately look like with respect to vendors and loot grind and loot pursuit they've been very very generic I continue to say this is the second part of what I want to say we are getting a confused message because we don't have it all we have like half of the message we don't have all the info yet I don't think we can speak confidently about what they're going to do with vendor loot and core activities until Luke Smith or somebody comes out and starts talking about the structure and the delivery of year four. I can't draw sharp conclusions basically because everything you've just said, sure, it doesn't look like there's room. But again, that most of what that we've outlined is with respect to season eleven, and they have not gone into any great detail about season twelve or year four. It's all been very, very generic. Okay, I'm going to get a quote very shortly for my uh, my sound dampening uh, in- install. Uh, so that's where I sit on it. Light leap. I just don't feel like we have enough info. So I don't think today's twelve is gonna have any info on it either. Dark sider. I think today's twelve is probably gonna be about ex- exotics, exotic tuning, and subclass tuning. There. Listen. Listen. They are not going to talk about year four until we get into the summer season. They're not even going to market the summer season until this coming Tuesday. This Tuesday at Reset, we're going to get a video about the next season. They'll have a splash page on the website like they always do. You know, season, we're calling it Season of Salvation. That's what I think they're going to call it. Season of Salvation, blah, blah, blah. They'll have the splash page. Then that following 12 will be about Season of Salvation. Season of Salvation will launch. I believe one to two weeks into Season of Salvation, they will start promoting and talking about year four that's when we're going to start to get info and know confidently what the frick is going to go on with everything in the vendors we'll also have a better beat on like what the loots and the, and the redacted engrams and the world loot stuff even looks like because we'll be in the updated game so they i feel like we're getting very very i theorized why i think they're going to update the vendors People are then taking info in a TWAB that's primarily about season 11 to attempt to disagree with my theory. That's totally fine. You could be reading the tea leaves properly. I could be reading them improperly. At this point, that's what we're doing. We're attempting to take pieces of information and put them together to form a puzzle. Have you ever watched... What was that game where they would slowly remove the puzzle pieces and it was like a word picture, right? It would be like... It would be like a fork, and then a man lifting a box, you know, forklift, and then it would be like something drying, and it would be like forklift driver, right? You would like read the images to come up with the phrase. I forget the name of that show. Uh, Was it Catchphrase? Was that a literal TV show called Catchphrase? That's what I feel like we're doing. I feel like they've removed a couple pieces and we have a glimpse and I'm going forklift driver it says forklift driver and you're like no 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 it's 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 five finger discount or four finger discount like we're both trying to guess what the phrase is and we only have a couple of images to do that so there's no way to really know but that's why I continue to say we don't have all the info about year four and I think there's more coming that they're going to outline about like okay this is what vendors are going to look like this is what guns are going to look like we're going to do an update to the gun system we're going to update to this and blah, blah 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 they haven't gotten there yet and my theory is based on patterns and history they don't hit the loot pool this hard and this aggressively unless they're going to be putting stuff into it if this if September is weak if it, it I think it was concentration was the name of the game show. Um, if September ends up being weak with respect to loot injection, my one question for Bungie would be why would you not have staggered sunsetting? It would have allowed you to leave more items in the game for another season. Why? Why sunset three years of items in one fell swoop if you knew you were only going to be adding X number of weapons? I'll be massively disappointed if that's what they end up doing. Generally, in my experience, whenever they do something like this, it's a system-wide, big, gigantic change. They actually do a very good job with it because it requires a significant amount of work and oversight. This isn't like, um, you know, I'm trying to think of... Like the tower events, right? This isn't like the tower events. That was an event that a team worked on and designed, it wasn't a system-wide change and ended up flopping flat on its face. The same thing happened with Reckoning. Bungie's proven that sometimes, whenever they have a team working on an activity, that team can misfire. But in my experience with this company, anytime they make a system-wide, far-reaching change, they deliver on that whether it's armor 2.0 the artifact when they sunset everything for the taken king when they moved away from random rolls and double primary when they made those far reaching changes they actually in my experience consider those to be very very good and solid updates when they do that they didn't hit the loot pool in forsaken they didn't hit the loot pool in shadow keep and they could have and they didn't they're hitting it hard this year and there's got to be a reason there has to. It can't just be power creep. We got to sunset stuff. Ninety percent of the stuff they're sunsetting's not even even cl- remotely close to being guilty of power creep. There's got to be something else going on. Voles gifted, uh, gifted a show up to polish wonder. Thank you for doing that. Wexlow. Won't a vendor refresh be necessary due to sunsetting? Um, if they didn't, we would just be getting old guns and couldn't use the end game. One of any refresh be necessary. You're basically tracking with the entire logic of my argument in my video and everything I just said in in the last couple of seconds. Like I I, I agree with that. That's that's kind of where I'm going. Wouldn't this change to a single world loot pool allow Bungie to efficiently refresh the main vendors each season by cycling in past season weapons? Technically, changes to the loop pool without taking resources from new content. Well, sure, but you're not going to be able to target any of it. It's 30 guns. So, um, if they bring back a Vanguard weapon and throw it in that loot pool, Dude, the odds of you getting that particular auto rifle, it's 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 ridiculous. Like, ironically, let's talk about the positive outlook. It ain't gonna be a positive outlook. <laughs> the odds of you getting this gun in the new system, if they throw this into the generic like world loot pool, oh my gosh. It's 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 in there with 30 other weapons. There's there's no way to target that thing. The, the outlook would not be positive, right? I wanna take what you're saying another way. What if that's ultimately what they do? They do do a they do do a vendor refresh, do do. And when they do the vendor refresh, they use a lot of stuff from past seasons and years, give it the random roll treatment, so at least there are new things to chase in that particular environment, but they're bolstering it with some some reissues. Yo, what's good, Swoley? The TWAB typically comes out around 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific Time. It's like an afternoon delivery from them, evening delivery if you're Eastern. Ruthless Seraph. Could you imagine Nightfall's dropping a new token and say Zavala having two tiers of weapon and gear decals, or would this be too wishful? This is just too specific to likely to become true. You're like throwing a dart up in the air and hoping that it lands on, you know, on an ant, like on an insect in the corner of the room. Like, the odds of you hitting this is a suggestion. Like, I don't think they're gonna do something like this. I mean, I don't even know where you're pulling this from. It's another currency, which I don't know if they would do that. Now, that might be a good way to basically get rid of the old currency, the old currency doesn't really matter anymore, this new currency is more rare and is used for target farming or something, I just don't think people want more currencies or more bounties I really don't I would say it'd be better to do the weapon boon idea oh you want to farm for this gun grab the weapon boon and go run strikes that would line up perfectly with everything they they're doing with the redacted ingram and the other ingram. I could be running a strike and the likelihood of the let's just say there's a weapon boon for the positive outlook cuz it's on the screen. And then the positive outlook has a chance to drop in strikes. The longer I stay in the playlist, the more my the, my chances increase. The more I level up Zavala that season, my chances increase quicker. So instead of it taking 3 strikes to get the buff on the drop rate, it takes 2 strikes. And then sure the redacted ingrams are also dropping in there so I'm getting the new seasonal stuff. Stuff, but I'm still able to target a vanguard drop like it will it's gonna be so weird if that's not what's going on if there's not some semblance of a vanguard loot grind or a crucible grind or a gambit grind it's just literally an armor set that is generic and has decals on it and then a world loot pool and then the new seasonal engram I just keep coming back to the same point that doesn't feel like a re- re- reinvigoration it feels like, oh well yeah, we put new loot and all the stuff. Well why am I going into Gambit? Well, the redacted ingram's in there. It's everywhere. Why would I specifically go into Gambit Reckoning or a Crucible or a Strike? Why? Uh well the redacted ingram's in there. It's everywhere! Like that's not a good enough reason. That's not reinvigoration. That that isn't if anything, if that's all they do, that's a dilution that's like just a dilution of the seasonal content. New activity, new season, new armor, new guns and you can get it to drop anywhere and if you take the path of least resistance, the redacted engrams are dropping really really well in Reckoning tier 2 and then everybody just lives in Reckoning tier 2. I'm worried if that's essentially what they're doing, it's gonna be it's gonna be bounty farming in a lost sector all over again people are literally gonna take the path of least resistance. Powerful gear drops yeah, but those are limited to weekly, and I, once you're max power, again, those con- the content comes irrelevant. I mean, that's not a bad pushback, Phoenix. That's not a bad pushback. Hey, if you're running your milestones, and you're doing Gambit, and you're doing Crucible and Strikes, you could also get redacted Ingrams. It's kind of a multi-layered grind. That's not too bad. Yeah, then I hit max level, and I don't give a frick. Like, I don't, all those activities become irrelevant to me again. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's what Bungie wants to do. Maybe that's how they want it to be designed. You always come back sort of fresh anew every season, throw yourself into core activities for a month or so to hit max level. And while you're doing that, you're getting relevant items to the season. And then once you hit max level, you drift away from those activities into the seasonal specific activity. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe that's how they want it to go. The Borderlands Handsome Collection is the free game of the week on this epic store. Guys, snag that. That's a great looter shooter franchise. The Handsome Collection is an absolute mountain of content for free. I would snag the frick out of that. (laughs) That can be your rainy day loot grind. If we have like a bad season or a drought or you burn through the content and want to take a month or so off, that's a junk ton of content. Uh, So this is the latest and q a yeah it's getting a little bit later because we want to see the sun and then i wasn't watching the time and you know we were having a good day so we were not getting into the talk right away yixels if the vendors are getting a loot pool refresh do you think that they will still allow us to get new gear by token dumping no they've already established what token dumping will get you so you have an answer to that part of your question if so do you see this being a problem? No, yeah, they've already answered this. So, they've already given This is where we do have specificity and not and no confusion. Token slamming will only give you armor. The, so, potentially you can get the armor and it'll have like the Vanguard decal and then the rest of the loot pool is the world loot pool. You will not be able to token slam for new gear. This is precisely why I think the vendors are going to get some form of a loot update because they're They are intentionally like sequestering, uh, they're sequestering the token slam Ingram, right? The token, the token slam Ingram is being sequestered over to being kind of boring and like, nah, you can't get anything new from it. That again feels like half of the picture. Why would you do that to the token slam Ingram? Because we're instituting a new system that's going to allow you to do that. Actor it's been announced by the Hollywood Reporter that actor Kate Blanchett will reunite with director Eli Roth to play the lead in his adaptation of the video game Borderlands. Hmm. Well, at least you got Kate Blanchett. Next question. The real King Salty. What is your perspective on having new weapon mods added to the loot pool that function similar to Dragonfly Rampage and Surrounded Spec that augment other perks? I like this, but you uh, you just have to be really, really careful. I think you can get too many in there. So there's already a lot of mods. So something happens in games like this. You establish a system and the system gets in place and it hits its sort of threshold of quantity, okay? And then you try to add more. And then you add more on top of what's already there and they can become too cluttered and muddy. So that would be my biggest concern is long term long term, you're going to have that sense of well, they, we've added all these new mods, yeah, well what about all the old mods oh well those don't matter anymore, oh well man the UI is really cluttered, okay it can start to get kind of cluttered um so I'm more of the opinion that we should move away from mods feeling like the way that they presently feel like they're non-essential or you do it to anti-champion and just have really cool unique perk combinations that you can chase and then the mod is kind of just a complimentary, A, you want mag? no? okay Uh, do you want you know faster reload? minor things like that, you know I think there should be an anti-champion mod slot so that the mods don't interfere with each other either. I feel like they interfere with each other. So, JD says, Do you think that the weapon masterwork re-rolling is coming back in the near future? It would help mitigate the grind. I called for this because you can literally choose the uh you can choose the masterwork in menagerie which I believe is a justification of saying just let us re-roll it it's not that influential it's pretty minor when you finally get the god roll that you want and it's like it's stability instead of range or you know it's handling or reload like it's not what you want come on let us change that they're not even that influential to begin with Vicky while I hope we get a full vendor refresh, let's not also forget that you'll be able to get Gambit and Vanguard loot from Shacks. Why would they make the new loot deliberately harder to earn by making the loot pools unnecessarily bigger? Again... I, this is why I feel like we have half of the picture, it's like, this world loot engram is just supposed to be this generic bottom rung, we're bringing back things every once in a while to kind of keep them relevant, and this this stuff kind of drops everywhere, this is not really the primary loot driver, it's just, nothing about the world loot ingram that they described sounds like where anybody's gonna focus their primary attention, it's like, it's kind of how it is now. Like, oh, a dire promise. Oh, an interference grenade launcher. Just like random stuff dropping. It's not the primary loot grind. I'm going to have to go start going way faster. At this point, I can almost assure you, you guys don't need to submit questions. There's there is a very slim chance you're going to submit a question we're not going to answer. There's 105. I've probably answered any question you attempt to submit from this point on. Uh, I or I will, you know, question 52 is probably going to be an answer to whatever you're going to put. Like, there's so many questions in here already. What do you want exotics that are not in the game currently do you want in D2? I never answered this question. Uh, the Poyo Loco. With Gambit being a PvP power enabled, how do you think Bungie will handle the Gambit Prime set bonus armor after sunset? I think they need to disable the power advantage. It, we don't need that. I, I don't see a good argument to keep it in there. I see the power advantage in Gambit causing way more problems than is needed. Shut that off. It can be a core activity. We know they're going to go down to one game mode anyway, and when they do that, they can drop the PvP power advantage. It isn't needed. How it's... Uh, what do you think about using the Vault of Glass weapon change to protect some pinnacle weapons like the Recluse? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, like letting us grind for them as exotics? I, we, I already answered this question. I don't think they need protected. I think the Pinnacles are literally the reason Sunsetting exists, so they can put more in the game. How can they make Icora Ray a more engaging vendor? Too generic. Uh, do you think Bungie would put the old Trials weapons and armor into the Reckoning? You know, th- right there is a decent theory that I literally didn't consider, because so many people have been asking for that. Oh, put them in there. They have the same theme. You know, re-roll them, re-issue them, blah, blah, blah. They could have... A goal there to like we're going to reissue something like the positive outlook we're going to reissue some of this stuff to keep those activities quote unquote reinvigorated that to me is a reinvigoration redacted Ingrams is not a reinvigoration reinvigorate just has with it the theme of like you're reinvesting you're not just like oh yeah we're just re- redacteds are everywhere that doesn't sound like reinvigoration. Re-invigoration. That sounds like an invigoration. Oh yeah, we're just going to add some stuff to it. A reinvigoration sounds like you're going to like be true to the identity of that playlist, that core activity. You're redoing it. <laughs> ZBH. Will they change menagerie at all after sunset? Weapons we don't know. This is another question mark that we have at the current juncture. Cryptic killer. I was under the impression that the thirty weapons listed in the world loop pool are just going to be the weapons with the random legendaries that drop. Is that how it works? Yes, this is correct. This is how it works. Um, they are going to be basically having these things dropping from activities as well as random places, random, uh, you know, random. Uh, Random activities, random places is how they're going to be doing it. That way, when you're out and about, you can be getting those drops and feeling like things are new and fresh. Just like this season, how you're like, ooh, a dire promise. Ooh, an interference. They feel new. It's, you know, it's something that wasn't there before, and now you've got something that you can, you can, you know, be a little bit excited about. Uh, I think the big dilemma that people are going to probably run into is that a lot of those those ingrams, a lot of those things um... Would enable, would enable them to like you're always sort of oh cool but then I think people are going to look at them and say oh but the roles are so basic I thought sunsetting was going to get us better roles people need to prepare themselves I'm literally going to do a video and it's going to be titled what sunsetting won't do Sunsetting is not going to ensure that every dire promise, every reissued weapon, everything they put back into the game is going to be just god tier. No, that, that, that simply isn't the case. There are still going to be basic level guns, basic level perks in this game. The only way you have pinnacle guns, standout weapons, best in class weapons is with basic weapons at the bottom rung or the middle of the pack and i'm people are the telephone game of the destiny community is running rampant they're like well they you know sunsetting every gun's going to be a- no they're going to add better weapons yes at a certain a- a- echelon at a certain threshold yes you're going to have to run rage you're going to have to go into trials you're going to have to probably do stuff in grandmaster if you want the best of the best i had people th- this this blew this blew my mind i had people on my youtube my most recent video about the new armor pursuit, I said that I wasn't sure if Bungie was going to look, need to look at the currency earn rate for masterworking armor because I theorized and said most end game minded players are likely going into places like Trials and Nightfalls to earn those currencies to masterwork their armor. I said, Bungie may need to look at the currency earn rates, but then I also pushed back and said, I feel like most people are already grinding for it. And then I made an allowance for and said, there may be players stuck in the middle that just can't play those activities enough to get their stuff fully masterworked, and Bungie may need to look at the currency. You would have thought that I put on some elitist, like podium-pounding tirade about how only hardcore players should be able to get the currency. I had at least five people get right up my nose in my YouTube comments about how that was elitist and dismissive about people who can't run non-match made activities like Nightfalls and Trials and we can't get the currency earn rate and blah blah blah. I'm like, what the frick? I am the, ca- I am the casuals champion. I do not. Some guy said, you live in a bubble. You're just a streamer and you're not used to... I'm like, listen... I have never argued for the streamer sentimentality. I have never argued for all those things that the streamers were arguing for, like really costly infusion or let's bring back gun leveling so you can't even use the perks until you use it in leveling. I push back against all that stuff. I have I have done everything I could to be a champion for the Casuals, and I I slightly suggested that most end game minded players would actually probably have the currency needed to level their guns up. And man, you would have thought that I I just completely dismissed eighty percent of the community when when I made that light suggestion when I said that. So I I, I say that and preface that to say this will introduce loot hierarchy. And then will subsequently mean that, like, the best stuff's in raids and trials and Grandmaster and dungeons, right? Like, I, I, I conti- I, I'm going to continue to pound on that drum. People need to prepare themselves. If you live in the public space and strikes, sunsetting is not suddenly going to dump a bunch of god tier, pinnacle, amazing weapons in your lap because that's not where they're going to be. They're going to be in aspirational content. They want to refuel aspiration. If you hate the idea and the notion that the best stuff is in the hardest content, I tried to warn people way back before Season of the Worthy even started. When I read Luke Smith's blog, I said, this is coming. If you don't like the idea of the best loot being in the hardest content, you're in for a rude awakening in September, because that is coming, and it needs to come. It hasn't been in the game since D2 launched. You, if, you, if you're if you more of a casual minded player you've been able to get loot on par with me as a person who used to raid like crazy in D1 no matter what activities I run and that's changing in year 4 Ninja Turtle with them getting rid of most of the gambit weapons does this mean that they won't be able to get the gambit title anymore see another great question another fantastic question we don't know we have I, I continue to think we have half of the story uh, Freakin' freaking if playlist weapons like trust are being removed from menagerie what do you think that they will do to change the reward I don't know we spent a long time speculating about that that's why we got so many questions about it I think what do you think is the most likely thing to happen to some badges and titles tied to the badges come fall It's possible, lightly, that you just won't be able to get him anymore. Maybe maybe Bungie will say, like, that stuff was there for those years, and that stuff's now, you know, not able to be earned. Or, in relation to a question, maybe one or two before yours, maybe they update the badges with the new weapons and the new pursuits or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do about it. It might not be a front-burner issue concern, because title oriented players have probably really set their sights on it I know I'm probably going to rip the shreds you know on the comments like well it's awfully presumptive and in a bubble for you to presume that I'm almost about to get mine okay well again the normative experience is they put those titles out there for the more hardcore minded players the more dedicated players not, the, not casuals and bear in mind I'm a casual with wayfarer okay so when i say that i'm not dismissing a whole group of the playlist i'm in that group of the playlist okay i'm not that hardcore minded player i haven't gone for titles and therefore if they're suddenly unobtainable i'm not going to be upset about that (laughs) you know what i'm saying i am not going to be upset about that yeah i mentioned wayfarer because everybody knows that's like the easiest one to get so if they suddenly make certain titles unobtainable It'd be really weird for me to get upset about that because I'm not one of the title-minded hardcore players that went for them, so I'm okay with they go away. Uh, TK, crazy name. Exotics with will not have a cap. Can we not have the, the that extended to pinnacle weapons as well? I. This is a nut. This is this is just proof positive people don't understand sunsetting. They don't. They don't get it. You are completely invalidating Sunsetting by saying, I don't want to lose my recluse in Mountaintop. You are literally defeating the entire purpose of Sunsetting with this request. Like, I want to keep my best-in-class weapons. That's literally why they have to the Sunset stuff because that's the only way to create more best-in-class weapons because they'll never unseat your current, your current god to your weapons. I can't do it. X-Face Zero. Do you think Solstice will be next season or is it every year? I actually don't know. We'll probably get a summer summer Solstice activity, I would think. Alright, we gotta go really fast. Why do you think Bungie won't allow matchmaking in higher level content? As a solo player, it's frustrating to not be able to have that choice. With all the love in my heart, I can muster. If your expectation is to go into the upper echelons of Destiny content, the game has been telling you something else for 5 years. Raids, Nightfall, Trials, they have been communicating to you for half of a decade that that is not the game that they have built. They have built a game where you go up so high and it gets so tough and it gets so complicated that they think matchmaking is a bad idea. If you disagree with that, so be it. They're not ever going to change on this, I don't think. It it turns into a bad experience. The minute that the Menagerie got patched and the glitch didn't work, I saw nothing but complaints from people about how matchmaking in the menagerie was so frustrating because so many people were going in there and, and just they had no clue what was going on. That's the menagerie, okay? That is a six-man match made, not failable, visually educating environment. It literally shows you in front of you, go here and do this go to the little dot and do the thing at the little dot and as soon as they patched the menagerie so the more hardcore players left, everybody complained about how brutal and frustrating and awful it was, that's the menagerie, if you try and bring matchmaking to a grandmaster nightfall or trials or raids, I'm, I'm telling you for 5 years Bungie has said that is not going to be something that this game does so with respect you cannot come to a game with expectations that it's never set well I've come to this game with this expectation that's fine we've not set that expectation you have set that expectation it'll never be met well I think Rage. Uh, I should be able to play it solo and it should get easier because I'm by myself okay well that's fine you can have that expectation but that expectation is not going to be met well, I think um, I think Horizon Zero Dawn's entire campaign should be playable co-op. Okay. Well, we did not set that expectation. You are coming to the game with that expectation, so you can't come to Destiny, an MMO light game, and expect the top tier stuff to be to be match made. They just they have not set that expectation. I'm bummed that there are people who don't get to experience what some of the best content is. There are tools there to help you. There is the Destiny Companion app. There is LFG. You're in a Twitch chat using Q&A. I would think that you are adept of a person enough to figure out LFG or any of the other tools that we just outlined to find people to play with. So and if, if that's elitism, I, I mean I, I don't care. Like I, I can't I can't make everybody feel like their, you know, their art project is the best, okay? It, it, some people are just gonna come to this game and be like, I can't, I, I can't do the thing. I mean, they're not good enough, or I don't have people to play with. That's just kind of the nature of these games. You, you, you just you have to lean into the tools that are available. That's how these games work. Can't do matchmaking for everything. It's just not possible. I sweatpants. Do you think sunsetting will usher in a new set of pinnacle quest with vendor refreshes? Uh, it kill. It just it kills me that people that submit questions so much this is this is literally what I ask you to not submit homie like I love you but I ask you guys don't how am I supposed to answer this question yes or no do you think Sunsetting will usher in a new set of pinnacle quests with vendor refreshes how in the on earth am I supposed to know that You guys are experienced members of this community that submit Q and A and you submit the exact questions that I ask not to be submitted. Don't ask super broad speculative yes or no questions. Do you think Bungie is going to do X and Y in season 12? I don't know. How many times a day do I have to say, I don't know to this question type. It's legit triggering. I don't know. What are they gonna do in season 13 Lono? you think they're going to add a vendor in the tower with bounties that make you pick your butt? I don't know. I have no idea what they're going to do. So stop asking me about it. It's so frustrating. I've been so chill like four days in a row about these question types. And yet you all still... Question after question, do you think Bungie is going to do this next season? Or It's a yes or no question that I don't have the answer to. It's like I'm losing my mind. Stop it. It's so frustrating. I've been so chill about it, and yet you persist. It's a yes or no question that I don't know the answer to. I don't work for Bungie. Golly frick. It's so tilting. I am legit triggered and tilted right now. Just quit it. You don't have to submit questions. It's not a requirement. I sit here for two hours for two hours and answer questions and you ask the same types. Do you think Bungie is going to do this random idea thing next season? I don't know. How am I supposed to know that? How? There's no way for me to know. It's so frustrating. Stop asking questions like this. Jeepers. Frickin' creepers. You you write them as I phrase it. I literally start the Q&A and say... Please do not submit questions that are, do you think Bungie's is going to do this thing in this season? And you do it anyway. It's like I write the questions for you. I say, don't, please don't submit questions like this. I get tired of having to say 30 times in a Q&A, I don't know. I have no idea. There's no way for me to know that. I tried to rephrase it. I tried to say it different ways. And yet you continue to say, Lono, do you think in season 13 that they're going to add blah 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 blah? I don't know. I don't. Please stop it. If if it's a new person, I'm I'm a lot more gentler, but some of you guys have been around long enough to know, I'm going to say the same thing to you as the last person. The content of the question doesn't matter. Please stop. You just made me derail an entire Q&A to, to scold and, and say the same thing I've said all week. Please stop. You don't, you're not required to submit questions. If that's your question, don't submit it. Please don't. Even if you ask that out of q and I'm just going to shrug at you. I don't, I don't know. Do you think there's going to be a return of, of, of Pinnacle Quest and stuff? I, I don't know. I have no idea. They haven't said. And grats. if people haven't gotten the reckoning gear yet and want to go for reckoner title they yeah this is something they have to answer what are they going to do about titles right like what what are they going to do about titles are they going to are they going to enable you to continue to get titles are they going to like what are they going to do or, or, is it, or are they going to say no those are gone now you can't get those anymore I don't know I have no idea if they have any plans to do anything with that for Cato, with the changes to the world loophole next season, could this indirectly mean a vendor refresh? Because, yeah, we've already answered that about, like, speculating a vendor refresh. What do you think about vendor refreshes being placed by, replaced by the redacted? Well, that's exactly what we're saying. We're saying that might be what they're doing. Like, we, we spent, we spent the entire debate before Q&A. There are people that think exactly this, Right. There are people saying exactly this. They're saying there aren't any more, there aren't any more vendor refreshes, right? They're they're doing they're they're going to just do the redacted's and they're going to just do the world loop pool. That's all they're going to do, right? Like there are people that that's their position on it. So, like I'm not trying to melt down on you sweatpants, but like. I I start to feel like, I really start to feel like you guys do it on purpose and that's even more frustrating. The question is literally written verbatim in the way that I say not to ask it. Like I'm like, do not ask me, do you think Bungie's going to do fill in the blank in the future? I literally say that and you do it anyway. That is frustrating. You're doing the very thing I say not to do. Like. I, I, I phrase it that way and then you write the question exactly that way it's like I feel like I feel like I'm in like a a, a dream world I'm like I don't understand I literally said not to do this <laughs> I, I I say I phrase it the same way you say the question there's a reason what do you think about vendor refreshes being oh I already answered that I'm sorry uh, Cody Buster Will I still be able to use my Vanguard tokens? Yes, that's answered in the TWAB. You will turn them in, and you can get either the armor or the stuff, like the the Whirlpool stuff. Uh... Sean Balls. And you know what's more tilting about this? As a, as a member of the community that's here every day, you frustrated me, I scolded you, and now the trolls come out of the woodwork. They disrupt chat, and they're gonna rip me up on the YouTube, because you think it's cute to submit ha-ha-ha questions that you know are bad questions. Like, that's that's another layer of the frustration, is you just keep poking me, poking me, finally get frustrated, and now you just fuel to the fire. Trolls get to corrupt chat and derail it, and then I'm gonna get a bunch of scolds on my freaking YouTube channel, because you can't figure out how to ask a good question like that's that's another layer of the frustration is you poke me to the point of frustration then I get frustrated then I got to hear about it from trolls and YouTube comments because you can't ask a non yes or no broad question like there's layers of the frustration should bunny should bungie introduce a new nightfall weapon in September which have nightfall specific perks this is just too specific like I I don't think they want to do something like this because then the only time you're gonna really wanna use that weapon is a nightfall. Like that's just so specific, right? If if you're gonna grind for a weapon, I could see having like adept guns and trials be sort of specific to trials, like with celerity or something. But like <clears throat> if you're if you're gonna do like a nightfall specific gun with a nightfall specific perk, I just don't know. I, I don't know if you're gonna wanna do that. You know? Dude needs to learn how to skip questions and move on to the next. Listen, I did that at least 15 times already in this Q&A. And I got frustrated because that's a person that continues to do it. They continue to do it. They continue to submit questions like that are not questions that are literally phrased in the way that I asked them not to. I skipped at least 16 out of the 60 we've asked. A fourth of the questions have gotten glided over for not being a question that I have an answer to. And I'm a lot more gentle with new members of the community who may not really know. Maybe they got here. But when you've been a long-standing member and you literally write it in the way that I ask you not to, you deserve to get scolded. That's willful ignorance. You're choosing to just ignore the instructions. It's frustrating. It's like when really long-time subs submit joke questions. Uh stew uh what is this? Should Bungie introduce new knife? Oh, I already answered that. Stew boot. I saw a post comparing D1 and D2 primary damage. Looks like the crit multiplier is much higher in D1. Do you think going back to a higher crit multiplier would eliminate damage perks being the meta? I never considered that that's why we didn't even consider damage perks back then. You had like, you had like, crowd control and that was it. You know what I mean? They, I never really focused on damage perks back then. I remember I had crowd control on a grasp of malak along with feeding frenzy and it felt really really good but i never remember being like oh my gosh you have to get a damage perk um so maybe that's why i think that's a pretty good theory as to maybe why we didn't really feel like we had to lean on damage perks because you just felt like the gun was strong enough on its own right if 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 they're wanting they already nerfed damage perks to a certain point. But I'll be honest, I still think we gravitate toward them, right? We're like, well, I want swash, I want rampage, I want this, I want that. I still worry that they're they're one of the they're one of the like the primary drivers for perks. It's like, well, let's just get let's just get a damage perk. Now, If Bungie can start to introduce really exciting new perks, you might look at damage perks and reload perks and be like, eh, they're fine, but this is way better, right? So, Sweat, you don't need to apologize. Like, you just, you gotta read your question out loud and then imagine what the answer might be. Because it just seems that some people really struggle to know the difference between, like, a yes or no question about the future that I don't know the answer to and a question that I can engage with. Like, maybe just start reading the question out loud and be like, oh, this is a yes or no question about the future that he literally doesn't know the answer to. I just... I I know that people are, like, just kind of doing it on the fly and they're, like, typing on their phone and I get that. And that's why I try to be super patient about it. But I feel like I've said it so many times that it's like now it just feels like people are basically ignoring me. So take a second and maybe read it and be like, is this a yes or no question? If if the ultimate answer is either a yes or a no, do you think Bungie's going to add more this type of pursuit in the future? That's yes or no. And that's broad. And it's also about the future. So that I can't answer that. That's another one where I have to just say, yeah, I can't answer that. I'm sorry. I can't answer that. I'm sorry. I said that so many times today, I just blew my lid. I was like, dude, I'm sick of this. Stop doing this. Like, You guys have got to help me out. we got way more people here than usual, and I need people that participate regularly to, you know, maybe reset, you know, read the question out loud before before submitting it. I get you don't like to embellish on what might happen, but Q&A devoted that could satiate the audience would get a lot less of those questions. Well, you could say something like this. Do you think we're going to need more Pinnacle pursuits for guns? Um, that's still yes or no, right? How could they change the way we pursue Pinnacle weapons if they're if they're going to be removing Pinnacle weapons? And then I could be like, well, they could try this, they could try that, or they could try this. But when you say, do you think they're going to do this in the future? I'm just like, I have no idea. I don't know. You know what I mean? See, even as I started to do the question, I realized, oh, it's a yes or no question. Like, that's the first indicator that it might not be a good question. (laughs) So, that's the first thing you should try to do is like, well, try to not make it yes or no and automatically, I bet your question's better. Even in interviews, you're not supposed to do that. Like, that's interviewing 101. Anytime I've sat down to do hosting or interviewing, the minute I start asking a yes or no question, I'm like, oh, I want that question back. You always want to say how do you think they could approach this? Instead of, do you think they're going to do this? Do you see the difference? The difference is, how, how, what are what are possible solutions to this? Instead of saying, do you think they're going to do this very specific solution in season 13 or season 12? And I'm like, well, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know where you're going with it. So... Uh... This is a good question, though, from StuBoot. This is a good question, though, from StuBoot. Like, the idea that, like... Um... The idea that we may have done way more damage in D1 with our primaries, and so they didn't need to lean on damage perks all that much. So... Before Q&A, you should probably say to expectations, I have, and I've done it every day. I do it before q and I do it in the recording of q and I do it throughout Q&A you hear me all throughout Q&A saying, this is another one of those yes or no questions about what Bungie might do, I just don't have an answer. Like, I don't know how many times I can say that before people understand that like, if you're asking me about season 13 or 12, it needs to be about something we already know. Bungie said this in their TWAB, What do you think about it? Or Bungie said this in their TWAB. How is that going to work? And then that's what we did today. We literally went back and forth for probably 20 to 30 minutes about what we think it's going to look like with the redacted engrams and the loot pool and blah, blah, blah. But like when you say, do you think in season 12, they're going to do fill in the blank? I every time have to shrug and say, I have no idea if they're going to do that. I just don't know and up to now I've just continued to tell people like I don't have a good answer for you sorry and I go on to the next and I got frustrated because it was somebody that just I felt like should have known better to be fair I thought it was an okay question anyway because Bungie said they were not going to make any more pinnacle weapons and I meant do you think it's likely to return pros and cons against bringing it back well that again though like I I don't know if if they said they're not going to do it why ask me if I think they're going to do it you see what I'm saying like it just it doesn't even make any sense as a question Bungie's doing away with pinnacles do you think they're going to bring them back Wh- what I don't know why would they I, it doesn't there's no reason to speculate about that there just simply isn't you know am I leaving chat until you chill yes I'll just help you You can't come back Chipsy how do you feel they're going to handle activities like Black Armory? We, yeah we already talked about Black Armory, Menagerie, and Reckoning <clears throat> I personally think they're going to re- reinvigorate them with new stuff it seems that other people are are thinking the exact opposite so um Roger Young when exotics eventually get sunset too, well, I, we think that, right? We're speculating. Do you think that they will have a set lifespan like legendaries so everyone knows how long? Well, that's how sunsetting works. So like you just look at the power level and it just shows you. It's like, this is how long it will be. Um, it, th- I don't know. And they're letting raids go longer, right? If they're letting raids go longer, like they're doing with Last Wish and garden, they need to explain how that works, so if like the September raid loot is gonna last longer than 12 months, that needs to be explained, and then maybe they would do the same thing with exotics, exotics would last like 18 months or um, well it would be one season would be 12 plus the 3, so you know it'd be what, the 15 or something they could do something like that as well, like A raids and exotics have a little bit longer life and then that cushions the blow a little bit a drunken sailor. Why do you think they seem to be staying away from implementing some of the strike incentive systems they had in D1? I have zero clue. I don't know. It's so weird to say, we're going to reinvigorate core activities, and let's just say the people in chat are right, and they're not going to put new loot in the Vanguard vendor. I'm like, I I just, why on earth would anybody grind strikes? Oh, for power. Like, that just doesn't seem like a good reinvigoration um ascend so the mountaintop and the recluse is getting retired right well if they come back will we have to regrind them or could we infuse our old one this is one that people are speculating about that I can I don't I can confidently say they're not gonna let you do that number one If they decide to bring back weapons, the least likely weapons to come back are probably Pinnacles. I don't think they're going to, like, reissue the Recluse, okay? Number one, there's not a lot of them. They have, like, an ocean of static roll weapons, right? An ocean of static roll weapons that they could reissue. There's no way... Hey, thank you for ordering some Rageous Roast. There's no way they're going to reissue Recluse or Revoke or anything like that. I, I just don't think they'll do that. They have so many other options for reissuing weapons. Also, as far as we can see it, reissuing of weapons is happening at like the lower echelons of the content. It's not happening at the upper echelons. So they're not going to let you like grind the world loot pool for another Recluse. If you're holding your breath for the Recluse, the Mountaintop, the Revoker, the Wendigo, Delirium, or any of those guns to get reissued, I wouldn't hold your breath. I don't think those are what they have in mind for reissues. With a redacted engram focusing, do you think that the perks you earn could allow to focus to get weapons or armor or other respective activities from other respective activities? This is literally how it works. Like, This is another one of those times where you're describing how it works from the TWAB like I don't understand how that happens like so you've read the TWAB you know about redacted engrams and you want it to allow us to focus to get armor from their respective activities that's how it works now if you mean I want to I want to redacted engram and I can focus it for gambit drops I don't know if they're going to do that that's they've said there's 15 abilities right there's 15 abilities. I don't know if they're going to let you do that. I, th- like, that would maybe be, as I said earlier, like Amazon.com. That's a, that's two as a one-size-fits-all solution. So we started a little bit late, King Dane, and I've missed a bunch of uh, a bunch of subs. Uh, Count von Castro with 100 bits, three months from Fear Boner, and six months from Tattoos, and then six months from Take. Uh, not us. Oh no, take not us. Gifted a sub to Red vacus. Thank you for doing that. Um, I'm gonna let Q&A go a little bit longer because I'm not. I am not gonna cut Q&A short and not let people get answers because we had like a big, huge, like blow up in the middle of the Q&A. We'll just take it as it goes and take it on the chin. I think some of you guys just need to take a hiatus from submitting questions, and we would probably have shorter and probably more focused Q&A sessions if we could just maybe just trim down on some folks just being like, I don't ever get good answers. Maybe I'll just sit out for a while, you know? Surefire. Do you think that the game might benefit from dropping old activities such as Menagerie and Reckoning? Flame literally was suggesting that earlier. He thinks that's what they're going to do. He thinks that they're going to get rid of the year two activities. Um... I think that of all the things that may happen, I think that's probably the absolute least likely thing that they would do. I don't I don't see them doing that. Um So I'm just gonna move on. I that's that's another that's this is another one of like do I think it would benefit from it? Yeah, maybe, but like I think it I think it's so unlikely. I think it's so unlikely that it's not really worth discussing. And that'd be like, do you think they're gonna just remove all the raids from the game? I really, really don't think that that's likely. Just deleting activities that people paid for? People lose their freaking mind over reskins. I just, I don't know if that would go over well enough. Um, Do you think it's weird that when we have no info from Bungie on next season yet being less than two weeks away? No, it's totally normal. We get the trailer and everything one week before. Birthday bear rather than a vendor refresh would it make sense to level up vendors to gain access to redacted Ingram focuses similar to the beacon leveling this is not a bad suggestion of how it might work right D- mm. yeah this is actually pretty good like if you want to if you want to get redacted ingram or unlock focuses you 've got to grind so many like strikes in crucible i 'm sorry uh, strikes in the playlist or so many matches of crucible um that could be that could be good. Has he had lunch yet? I had my snack really really late. Like I I'm fine. I it's my lunch is sitting right in front of me. My wife just brought it down a little bit ago. She brought it down. I told her it was gonna be about a two hour Q and A, and we're gonna go a little bit long to ensure that some of these people get their questions asked. Cause we're just we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to figure this out. We're gonna have to figure this out. Cause uh, I've I've tried to be patient and cool about it, and people just aren't getting it. So we're gonna have to come up with a better way of structuring it so that this doesn't happen anymore. Because I think Q&A is potentially suffering because we're being chill and just letting me self-regulate and then it just turns into Lono shrugging his shoulders for 50% of Q&A and be like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't have an answer. And I think that's a degradation. I think the patience is, 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 is causing a devaluation of Q&A and we're wasting time is essentially what's happening with a lot of it. Uh with the change of the loot pool and sunsetting most weapons from legacy content uh will not be viable. Apart from exotic quests, uh is there any reason why they should always be available? Why not put them in the playlist? Well, oh, hang on a second. With the change to the loot pool and sunsetting most weapons from legacy content will not be viable. Apart from exotic quests, is there any reason why they shouldn't always be available? i don't understand your question the exotic quests always being available i'm skipping i'm sorry it's it's too it, like razorback rick now that i pl- i don't know what the antecedent is there's, you don't i don't know what the antecedent there's too much in this, this the earlier sentences for me to know what you're referring to what should always be available exotic quests or the items that are sunset you mentioned a bunch of nouns and then you don't you don't tether the antecedents so i don't know what you're asking about he's talking about pinnacle quests I don't know. I mean, the pinnacle quest sticking around, what would be the point of that? Grinding for a pinnacle gun that's been sunset? I, I don't know. Now that I've played the game since Vault of Glass launched and no season has been as bland and boring as this one, do you think that Bungie would even think about making a season like this again with only public event as the base of the season? I can't answer this. I can't. Half of this is just you complaining about the season. I, you know, I don't know if they're going to do it again. I'm amazed they did it again. I'm amazed they did another public space event without matchmaking. I really am. I'm amazed they did it again. I don't know they're going to do it again. I hope not. Given how the aesthetic quality of the guns and the greatly increased in D1, such as way more detailed designs and things like moon weapons and glowing, is it understandable that Bungie delivers less guns? I can't help some of you. I can't the monkey. Since reload perks are getting a nerf, could we see a nerf to the warlock's Ophidian aspects because of the buff reload on the exotics? Reloads are getting a nerf. Could we see a buff to Ophidian aspects? Um, maybe not. It might make that exotic more valuable as it exists right now. You know what I mean? Flappy Fish. It seems that system changes that Bungie makes are seen in full effect until a couple of seasons down the line. Do you think vendor refreshes and sunsetting are vague because they are not systems meant to be boots on the ground in spring of the year four? They are not systems meant to be boots on the ground and sprinting in year four launch. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Um, well, that's what I was saying, like, we have half of the, we have, I feel like we have half of the equation. I feel like once this stuff gets up and running, it'll make more sense. Just, like, letting us change affinity on the armor made sense, like, after we got through it. People lost their frickin' minds when they said we could change affinity on our armor, because, like, it's so expensive! I was like, it's not meant for all the armor you have now, it's meant for going forward! So, like, in two seasons, when a great pair of boots drops but it's the wrong affinity, you can change the affinity, and it's really cheap. Like, everybody looked at the here and now. This is another one of those times where, like, I don't think we know enough to speculate, like, long-term what's it all gonna look like, because they haven't said almost anything about year four and September. Uh, Ecto Corpus. Would Bungie bring back Vanguard class vendors be a good idea to rebalance certain loot pools within the game? I just, I bring back vanguard class vendors what are you even asking about bring back vanguard class vendors you mean class items would that rebalance certain loot pools I don't even know what this is I don't even know what you're asking me this one doesn't even make any sense my name is nerf in year 4 where do you see pinnacle ritual weapons falling into the reward structure ritual weapons like 21% bring a long term reward for raiding they said there's a seasonal they're calling it a pursuit weapon it's a seasonal pursuit weapon you can get it either in crucible or uh, or vanguard so have class specific gear yeah but I don't know what he means like how would that balance out the loot I don't know what he means like you, you gotta it doesn't even make any sense how is he connecting it to loot balancing uh, red giant do you think Bungie is missing an opportunity to test sunsetting in season 11? Their track record leads me to believe the system will need tweaks and they could get feedback sooner if they didn't wait. I, this is a woulda, shoulda, coulda. Well, should they do this instead? I mean, I don't know. I mean, if they would have done it in the summer, maybe they don't have enough weapons in the summer to conceivably do it. Maybe they have more, more, you know, more guns in September and that's why they're doing it then. I just, I don't know. He meant like Cade, Zavala, and Ikora being individual vendors for each class? i don't see i don't we're moving on it wasn't it didn't make any sense lords Bungie's making bounties available from orbit do you feel like that's a sign that they want to push us away from vendors yeah maybe i mean this this you're pointing out something that i forgot about you know I I forgot about it. I genuinely forgot that like they were gonna give us the option to get bounties from orbit and all the stuff we talked about today. It's like vendors are being devalued. It's possible. Um, Toot McNew. Do you think exotic armor quests and catalysts could be a thing in the future? Like this is exact this 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 feels like all right we we're gonna we're gonna do it we're gonna check on this person like this feels exactly like toot right toot mignute i'm gonna i'm gonna literally check on their chat history so they've been following me for nine days right i don't understand i don't understand this is this is literally verbatim the type of question i say please don't ask like armor quests exotic armor quests and catalysts could be a thing in the future i don't know man i don't know I don't. Do I think that's needed? I think exotic armor is so influential that if you start adding catalysts, what honestly could you do? You see what I'm saying? What honestly could you do? Yeah, I'm being nicer. It's a nine-day follow. So maybe you didn't hear all the prefaces. Like, exotic armor right now, if you, like, what what should they do with exotic armor? That's how I'm going to take it, okay? That's how I'm going to take it. What I would say is start making some of the ones that don't get used better. We don't really need catalysts in our, on, on, on exotic armor. A lot of the exotic armor is so strong they have to nerf it. So I would say maybe revisit exotic armor that like nobody's using. You know what I'm saying? Instead. Uh, what would you like to see with Iron Banner vendor changes? Do you think that they need to change the way Saladin gives loot? I don't play enough Iron Banner to have a good opinion here, so this is not a bad question, but I, I don't play enough to give you a good answer. I, it, I, I think that they could, they could do a lot with it, but I don't have any suggestions, because I don't play it enough. Uh, Kimball. Do you think that having an NPC going back to vendors with seasonal stock that refreshes, where we level up the vendor like D1, could be the way to go? well this is a lot of what people have been asking for is go back to an area where like you're leveling the vendor and there's a reason to level the vendor and benefits leveling the vendor we've we've circled around this for a lot that's why I said this should be like obelisks serial kira would homogenizing the vendor loop pool be good from the standpoint that you can do any activity and still have a chance to drop instead of just the vendor's activity I mean this is this is one of the things that I think people have been highlighting They're just trying to make it like you can play whatever you want. My concern is, I like being able to play however I want, but if you want to reinvigorate strikes, I need a more specific reason to go in there, right? So for me, it's like, okay, if you want me to go run strikes, what's the reason to go run strikes that's different from the reason to go run Gambit? oh I already answered this that's fine listen there's no shame in submitting a question and then being like oh shoot after it's been in queue for a while you know you've been sitting there and waiting and you're like oh no he already answered my question Oh, oh, darn. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't have any problem with that at all. That's going to happen. I don't scold anybody about that. I'm like, nope. I-, I might be very quick about it. I'm like, oh, I already answered this question. Scroll. Oh, I already answered this question. Scroll. That is totally fine. That is not your fault that like somebody submits a question and you weren't here and you come in and submit one and then you're late, they're early, and then you're like, oh, they are- he already answered it. That is not <laughs> I don't ever get angry about that at all. Sometimes when like questions 35, 36, 37 are all basically the same I'm like could you guys have read chat but sometimes what's happening is I'm saying something, it sparks an idea and a bunch of people submit similar questions and they don't see it, they're just like all submitting close together, that's fine too I, similar questions are just gonna happen, I don't, I don't have an issue with that uh, Techno Tyrant how will the vendor loot update affect the collection badges, the Crucible, Gambit, and Forsaken badges, for example? We've already had this question, we don't know yet. Uh, Grinder, What are your thoughts on armor set boons like Gambit Prime for raids, like being intrinsically bound to the activity specific? We've had a lot of people asking for set bonuses, I just think, ba- I think, I think mods are the better way to go. I don't want to have to wear an entire set of armor for every activity, that's, t- that's way too many sets of armor. If I need a set for trials, and then I need a set for Iron Banner, and then a set for raids, and a set for strikes, a set for this, I think mods are a better way to go. And then maybe you can have set bonuses if you equip enough mods from that particular activity. Sinister, with so many weapons dated, do you think Weapon 2.0 or new weapons should be the strategy going forward for Destiny? I mean yes or no question about the future of destiny these are the types of questions we need people to stop submitting because i can't answer it i don't even know what a weapons 2.0 would look like so you're saying is that the way to go i'll tell you this they need to do something with the weapons i and here's what i bet you they'll do we'll probably get weapon information happening we'll probably get that in the summer right we'll probably get that in the summer I don't, think, I don't think they're going to say anything about the weapon system anytime soon. We've got and here's something that I think people forget. We need to get through the summer or at least part of the summer before they start singing the praises of September. Why? Because how does it look if Bungie comes out and says, hey, we're going to make all these great changes and you're like, we just started the season. We got to spend a whole season with like the bad content or the not as good content. Does that make sense? Like they can't start talking about how great like how great September's gonna be in the middle of summer or as soon as the summer starts. There's a delicate balance. They may know right now, right? Track with me here. They may know right now that there's stuff in the summer that isn't gonna go over all that well. It's already baked. It's too late. It's already been made. And if they start coming out talking about how we're gonna make changes A, B, and C, and you're like, wait a minute, wait. we have to to live with this content without those changes now you know that we want it why is it like this people don't know people don't know that like the content's already made so they can't make those changes all they know is Bungie announces a change that sounds really good but it doesn't apply to the current content so there's a very very delicate balance of timing here uh Estante what are the benefits of a vendor refresh? I feel like the vendors are like slot machines. Do the activities get the coins and go to the slot machine with the vendor refresh? Go and make the more apparent, right? Well, no. A vendor refresh to me would indicate that that activity gets new stuff to drop, right? Gambit, Crucible, Strikes. I don't need to go in Token Slam. I kind of like that they're minimizing Token Slam. So. Uh, Art- Artemis. How do you feel about the possibility of a cataclysm system overhaul, armor, cataclysm, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if they're going to do that. Lugia. Has it been confirmed that the vendors are going to be using the world loot pool? Yes, that was literally in the TWAB we read it today. What, What would bringing class items, exotic back, make them come out for each class for a different vendor each season be good for loot grind or at least a grind that actually will be useful for world vendors? This could be like the end of season thing, right? grind all season and there's a class item for gambit crucible and zavala that you can grind and it's like it's cool looking you don't even need to make it exotic just make it look cool like they did for guardian games dr gene does the vendor refresh include planetary vendors there's no way if not do we think planetary vendors will have a different purpose i have zero clue man kimball in regards to your statement or theory on why they are doing a heavy vendor refresh Would you uh, could we be moving to a client update with the talk that the game is getting a big file wise and that the fact that they stick to the next Jigsaw could Bungie incentivize core playlist by having a daily rotating playlist modifier to have redacted engrams have an increased drop rate in the activity. Slipknot. Do you think the vendors could have new weapons drop in an activity at the end like D1 or Crucible and the token slam at vendors as mentioned is the only way for world drops in armor? Only problem with this is they have said that that's not how it's going to work. The redacted engrams are going to drop in the activities. Now, I like what you're saying. I want to go into the strike playlist and there to be new drops from the boss I, I, I mean I am 100% in agreement with you we have no idea if that's what they're doing because again I don't think that we have I don't think we have the full picture right I don't think we have the full picture I don't have mountaintop recluse lunas not forgotten revoker or any of the big name playlist weapons should I grind for them or just forget them I don't know why you'd grind for them they got a real short shelf life uh, should I spend my vendor tokens now or should I wait I don't see a reason to spend them now um, did Bungie address how master working with prisms and golf balls are going to be implemented no they have not addressed that um, does this sunsetting apply for old year one nightfall weapons like DFA or duty bound or those static roles that are hard to acquire w- there, anything they've not given any passes to anything the only thing we know is that last wish and garden are getting a slightly longer uh, light shelf life can you explain what a vendor refresh look like just looks like just tuned in well a vendor refresh means they get new stuff they get a refresh stock of stuff so like new vanguard weapons can drop from Zavala or his strike playlist Uh, with the intention of tuning the reload perks in mind would it be possible for the vendors to provide weapon archetype bonuses the further you rank up that vendor given it doesn't push the community just to one vendor I don't like dislike this idea. I always thought it'd be cool if like there was a hotkey vendor and hotkey weapons could get hotkey mods that help some of the things that make hotkey weapons unappealing, like a real clunky weapon that's slow and slow reload. You know what I'm saying? It'd be cool to get mods that fix that. You got to be real careful here. Bungie decides to like lower how good reload perks are and you're trying to sneak in a way to fix that and it's like w- I would say lower the reload perks, introduce cooler perks, and then the the, the the vendors are there as a source of, like, bounties or, uh you know, new stuff to go get in their activities Uh, Big Daddy says, what are your feelings about having exotic armor and weapons, having a stepped or staged perk approach like Gambit Prime Armor each perk gets unlocked based on some criteria, making the armor or weapons more powerful over time, I suggested this about weapons in general, cause like people are wanting to go back to the d1 days where like you get the gun and none of the perks are unlocked and you gotta like use it and unlock the perks i'm like no 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 no. the perks could be unlocked and they would get stronger the more you use it like you're you're outlining a similar idea for exotics stuff like that could be cool because then it's like you're investing in the gear i don't know if that fits with exotics like exotics are basically just like that's an exotic but with like a weapon it's like yay i got the god roll and it's going to get better the more i use it and then there's obviously a ceiling on how good it gets it's not like a paragon system where it just keeps going, but that would make it feel like you're investing in your gear. Um Destiny 2 seems to never have fully utilized vendors, basically being fancy menus for looter bounty pickups. What are your thoughts on how to spice up the vendors themselves? I this is this is one that's gotten answered 10 times over with respect to like turn them into an obelisk, I grind them up for the entire season, I get perks and benefits uh, for that and then that makes the loot pursuits and the things that they have better for that season. So, we made it to the end. We went a little bit longer than usual. I really need people to help me out with this because, like I said, new folks and people I'm less familiar with, I've been pretty chill. But when I have to say, you know, 20 times in one q and I don't know. This is a yes or no question about the future that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We just need to maybe... I think what's happening is, is people like have their sights set on the future because they're like, oh, things are gonna get better, things are gonna get better, and your mind goes there, and you want me to talk about it, and I'm just like, homie, I don't know. And that just starts to really, really get old that I have to keep keep discouraging a type of question, and it keeps getting submitted anyway. So we've gotta figure we've gotta figure out like a, a good symbiosis here so you guys don't don't flat tire the QA so much. So Um You need to read slower, man. Let me let me help you out. Bye. Uh, so, if you're listening in all these other locations, you can always catch me live at sayno2rage.com. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe.